Yo, what up? This is your friendly neighborhood DJ, DJ Gio. I'm here with my fly-ass co-host, my sis, Gerthy, a.k.a. the GG the G. We live from the green box. What up, sis? You're old. Oh, man. <laughs> you starting off with like that? That's what we doing it? 33? Pisces gang. You know what it is. I'm representing... <laughs> You know I'm representing for all my Pisces. You know I love y'all, man. Pisces gang, we in here. It seems like all of our friends are Pisces, though. It doesn't. If you don't have an important Pisces in your life, I got to tell you, I don't know what's going on with yourself. You need it. Every person has an important Pisces. You didn't even know it. In your whole life, you had a Pisces around you. Dr. Seuss. You were around me my whole life. It's not that. Outside of you. Dr. Seuss, that's who you want to use as an Dr. example? Oh, we'll right talk now, about him. Cancel culture? <laughs> we'll talk Can- about him later. <laughs> cancel culture got him already? Woo! What did he do? What did Dr. Seuss do? We'll get to that later. It's actually on the agenda for today. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. What did he do? He's oh. racist. He's racist too? Okay, no. Okay. It's not that black and white. We'll get there later. Keep going. I mean, at this point, everybody was, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. I feel like he was born in 1917. Every white man was racist at he's that bo- time. He's old. He's old. He's old, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you were born into it. <laughs> but we'll get there later. Keep going. <laughs> oh, man. Iceberg is a Pisces. But you know what? We'll go there for another I time. I thought you were going to say iceberg is racist. No, like, dang, where he on his way to? <laughs> Slavery. Don't you, don't you, don't you use don't, his list. <laughs> get it? <laughs> What's Honestly? going on over here okay, tonight? Sorry. We're doing this early. <laughs> so, you know, I'm glad. Great intro. It is my birthday week still. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> Month still. Okay. I'm still on the high of my birthday. So shouts to everybody who's been showing love. I love y'all so much. God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much for the birthday love. I have been overwhelmed. It's been a learning experience just watching and receiving all this love from y'all. I've been humbled at the clubs and everywhere, social media. So thank y'all. Shouts out to y'all. I love y'all. Um, let's get right to it, sis. All right, you know what it is. We have a very special guest this evening, ladies and gentlemen. This man Get him in. <laughs> this is like a nice balance, you know what I'm saying? Um, this man next to me has been a part of our lives since my little sis was in middle school. I remember hearing about this extremely confident man in middle school, and I remember the first time actually annoying. <laughs> this extremely annoying man. Confident. I've never interrupted an intro that you've done. Best any episode. He's <laughs> definitely one of Gertie's friends list in the highly. Uh, regarded as one of Gertie's high friends. I mean, on the list of 50 friends. Um, <laughs> I remember hearing about this extremely confident man in middle school. I remember the first time meeting him. He literally shook my hand and told me, Hey, Gio, my name is Jarvis. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. <laughs> I was like, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> he said the same thing, right? That's the producer saying the same thing. That's how you introduce yourself. That's how you do. He said this in middle school, y'all. Like I, I was kind of taken back a little bit. Um, this basically breaks down the man that I know today. Honorable, humble, and confident. This man is a self-owned businessman, an entrepreneur, and a man of God. Famous chef in my city of Miramar, as far as I'm concerned, and about to be a famous chef to you all. Chef Jarvis James, it's a pleasure to have you, my brother. What's up? Welcome to the Green Box. I think the most important thing to talk about is that Gerthy has far more than 50 friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm tripping. How did right. I know that's going to be the thing you led with? <laughs> you know, and I, I just, 
out of the 17 years of us being friends, I just learned like three months Jesus. ago that I, I made like the top 40 percentile. That's, that's pretty good. So I, that's, that's pretty good. Like, you know, top 40 out of like 700. That's, that's you know what I mean? The dramatic. <laughs> yes, that is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Gertie is a friend of everybody. But I'm glad to be um, here. I'm glad to be here. I think they say here. this in French, uh, a friend whore. That's what they in say. In French? That's <laughs> what they say? They say that in France. Friend whore. First of all, you're doing a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Je m'appelle friend ho. No, that's, yeah, that's a, wow. your accent is trans. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger words. I'm confused about what's happening here now because I I, I didn't think that we're gonna have this in the season. Accents. Trans accents. At least I tried. Well, you know what? I mean, whatever. You know, friend whore oh is what she is. That's you know, she's I'm friends of everybody. Whore. In English, in black, in ghettoman, I love she's a friend whore. People. Everybody thinks you're their best friend. To everyone yeah. listening, if you have ever been told that you are a bestie of Girthy, I want you to like, I don't know. What what's a way that we can figure out who's listening and that they will be able like comment wherever y'all can find they're it. They're going to sit there and believe you're talking I need to them. you guys to I don't know, email the producer and say, Hey, <laughs> I've been a victim of Gurkey. <laughs> She's called yes. me a bestie. You know what? I might make a whole page dedicated to like, you know, yeah. being a victim of thinking that you want a girl, girl these close friends. Right. Yeah, because right. that top 10 percentile, I mean, that's, that's a rare list. It's a rare I list. I mean, uh, Jarvis has literally sent me definitions of the word best, mm-hmm. like on a random day. Just like I'm at work on a Wednesday and he'll <laughs> just text me the definition of best and so be you like. you know where he's at? I told him, what was the last, I don't know what the last, if you go on our text message, I tell him his, his status. Technically, <laughs> technically, um, I made the top 15%. Okay. And that's, that's, that's a long way. Drop, drop a bomb for top 15. <laughs> I'm her blood brother and I'm not sure if I'm in the top 15. <laughs> I mean, we only just related by blood. Oh you know gosh. what I'm saying? Same parents. Wow. You know what they wow. say? They say the, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Mm-hmm. That's the real saying. We messed that up so much. We were like, oh, blood is thicker than water, but... It's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> According to Gertie's Because Bible. I have no choice but to be your brother yeah. or sister, mm. but I choose to be your friend. If we wrote Gertie mm. her own Bible, it would say something different, like, you know, to know me is to be a best friend, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Gertie verse 1, chapter 12, is going to say something like that. I I love people. To say hi is wow. to be a best friend. What y'all friend. are not going to do is treat my love for people as a curse. <laughs> yeah, but everybody can't be a best friend. It's tough, Gertie. You love everybody. Just like she loves every movie and every... But what like, if like everyone you, is really good to me? Then you aren't digging deep enough. It, 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 the problem I have with her and her giving out friendship awards is that I wonder where there are... On their list, you know, where Gertie's at on their list, like, you know? Well, here's... So, no, wait, wait. So that's even worse, right? Right. The, the, inv- the inversion of this is crazy, you get right? We talk about <laughs> this all the time. Go ahead, talk. Pre- Gertie pre- has 737 best friends. You counted. I see the list. But there are at least 1,342 <laughs> people that says Gertie is my best friend. And I believe that's a gift of hers. Like oh, she, wow. She really makes that, right? people think... <laughs> And I don't think it's like falsehoods or manipulation really or like con like artists, <laughs> but I really I feel like you get in her presence and she just, she's so inviting and welcoming and like, 
she gets you and understands you, like, yeah, we're, we we really are besties. And I mean, she does. Is I think is her lack of saying no. Yes, that I think is the problem because yeah, I mean, like, sure. I mean, out of the thousands of what was the number again? It was one thousand three hundred. Just so and, y'all could listen, I'm I, I'm in the room. They, right. they, and they just don't acknowledge. It's me. like she doesn't say no to the 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 side friends. Out of the thousand, those are her real friends in her brain. Yeah, and yeah. then there's they have friends that also think they're associated with Gertie. Mm-hmm. They have no shame in asking for a favor, right? And then the immediate friends that out of the thousand three hundred f- would tell her, "Don't say yes." And guess mm-hmm. what, Gertie would do? She'll say yes. Say yes. Yeah. Why well, say no? We, you we can say yes. Maybe oh, you reading out of your Bible? Was that prophetic? <laughs> <laughs> no, <It> felt good. <laughs> Gertie, let me tell you something. Chapter two, <laughs> verse thirty-seven. Why well, say no when you can say yes? That, <laughs> That that literally goes against the knowledge of God. If you're talking about <laughs> Jesus taught, said no to a lot of people. Oh, he sure did. I I, he said, I said no every once Jesus in a while. Jesus was a little rapper out here. Wasn't Listen, Jesus just snapping. Jesus Jesus delivered the man uh, that was called Legion. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, he, I heard he, about he, he 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 they went across the the I seen the movie too the Sea of Galilee. They saved he saved healed and delivered this man, and then he was so happy. He was like, Jesus, can I go with you and tell the people what you did for me? And he said, No. Yeah, you <laughs> know. Period. I, that was one sentence. One like, yeah, yeah. I, y'all can't tell me that Jesus wasn't saying no in a witty way. Like, nah. Like I like like I the love way how I Jesus read about never it. really answered questions. Yes, he uh, just told a story. It's like yes. I asked. Like if if anybody asks Jesus a question, he'd be like, "The year was 1993," and then imagine? he'll like start to tell a story. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, all right, he without sin shall cast the first stone, and looked around the room, was like, "Oh, nobody gonna throw the stone." That's right. how I like, right, right, "Oh, so right, right. all y'all sinning, huh?" So yeah, so shut up. That's how I feel like that's the new Negro version. When I read the Bible, and it's when I read the Bible, I read it like that, y'all. I'm like, yo, Jesus, snap it. Oh yeah, party over. We got no more wine. Come on now. And then he played. He started DJing. Wow. Uh, uh, uh. That's how I feel like Jesus. I mean, I I like to believe Jesus like me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys heard that, but Gerthy snorted. Yes. I feel like he was playing like it's the God in me. It's the God. See, you already know what it is. Wow. It's all about me, King Jesus. J to the E to the S to the Us. (laughs) Take a shot, everybody. If you're at home right now, because Gertie just rapped. Every single time Gertie raps or sings this season, I recommend everybody to take a shot. Because Gertie sings and raps all through this podcast. I I just want to That's a great intro. That was that great. That was good and had nothing to do with what we were supposed to yes. First of all, so for clarification, <laughs> I would like to defend myself <laughs> really quickly. I love people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people have been good to me and I try to be good to people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people aren't so good to you, but I've also not been so great to people. <laughs> like, Amen. I, 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 you know, I think what people see on the surface is a lot of goodness, but there's times where I play as mess up. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and so I just, you know, I try to treat, G always says this, you know, and we had that golden rule in elementary school treat people how you want to be treated. So and easy. so that's just what I try to live by. So, to this day. yes, I have a lot of best friends and a lot of close friends and a lot of just friends. But that's I, don't, I don't know. I feel like everybody, I try to treat everybody on the same playing field and not because, I don't know, God doesn't 
if it was up to God, like we would be rated very differently. You know, like if if God but, but if we, God wanted to, like if He wanted to rank us, we are rated and ranked. But that's Ooh. a whole nother conversation. Oh, I want to. I, I just feel like we're all given grace. We're all oh, given. Yeah, yeah. You know what we just talked about offline mm-hmm. was grace is free. So yes. who I, am I to hold back grace to others? Is facts. Mm-hmm. And I, the point I was making. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, as, this is a testament to you, though. I wanted to say this to give you your props and your flowers for just a second. Like, that's a testament to who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I tell people this all the time. Like, you know, not to get to just a place where, you know, we're just strictly just, you know, Jesus runs through us, so we're going to talk about him. But, you know... Lack of better words, if all else fails, lead by love. You know what I'm saying? So for anybody out there, if my first advice to anybody to be in a happy place than where I'm at in life is to lead by love first and foremost. And just, just and, strictly And I would there. like to say, thank you for my flowers, but I would like to say a lot of people will be cut off if it went for Geo Defini. <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of times, y'all, y'all, especially <laughs> Yo, it happened. Especially going happened going into lot. like 2019, Ooh. I remember distinctly. I kept saying to Gio, a lot of people getting left in 2018. Line and Gio was like, seen. like my dad <laughs> was getting left, <laughs> my cousin. Was Gio was like, Gio was like, was so you cannot leave people in a year. And I was like, yep, new year coming, new year, new me. I ain't talking to these people. Wow. They trifling. Wow. And Gio. And it's so funny because people come for you more than they come for me. Yes. And I'd be like, if only y'all knew GL saved y'all from a lot of exile. <laughs> like, oh, I'm supposed to be the big brother and like y'all watch like Gio's too nice. become like the big sister who overprotective. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. what is she saying? I should say something like, yo, sis, don't worry about it. Like, this ain't, this is nothing. She's like, <laughs> yes, yeah. I, we've had those debates. We've had those conversations, but I'm so proud. Like, I mean... You know, of her growth as just a human being, like just taking those notes that you don't know that you're even planting those seeds sometimes. But as you plant those seeds, Mm. she has completely grown into the person that. Come on. Yeah, go ahead. Just so, man, um, I I tell her, I I joke around with Gertie a lot, right? But one of the things I tell her, I said, I don't know anyone in the infinite pool of people. (laughs) Um, who knows Gerthy? Who has I've never heard anything bad about Gerthy, yeah. right? Not that she hasn't messed up, not that she hasn't been dishonorable in the relationships, but the totality of who she is in her friendships, like no one has anything bad to say. That speaks so much to her character, to who she is, and the seeds that she dropped. Because I didn't realize how good of a friend Gerthy was to me until years down the line. Yeah, you, you know, and same thing to you though. You've been a wonderful friend. Like, I met you as Gertie's friend, like, right? And then Mm -hmm. it was the smallest of male friends, especially because, you know, like, of course, you meet all her female friends. Mm -hmm. That makes sense to me. But then she was like, yo, Gio, I probably wouldn't even introduce you to some of my male friends if they're not literally like my true friends. They're coming to my house. Right. And when I met you. You came to my birthday party. That's how y'all met. Jarvis came to my birthday party. I think that was the last party you went to. That was the last Until my 30th birthday party. <laughs> Trying to say mental party. <laughs> Done with this life. Yo. Jonas will come. Jonas Yo. is Jarvis' brother. Shout outs to at Shout JD to Lewis. Okay. So, yeah. Shout <laughs> Mr. out to Press my brother Mills. Jonas. Them two. I can't wait to have y'all both together. We're going to do that very soon. That episode is That's going to be soon. funny. We're going to battle the siblings on that oh episode. Oh, I love your God. brother so much. Um, <laughs> but when I, when I met you, like. though, right? 
Um, I met you as Gertie's friend, and later on, I'm like, Gertie, I'm hanging out with Jarvis often. Like, we're we're talking, we're doing business together, we're bumping into each other often. And then it's not like, oh, hey, what's up, Gertie's friend? It was like, hey, what's up, my brother? Like, yo, then we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. some deeper things, and you just never know until like until now to this age where you're like, wow, this person's been part of my life for a very long, long time. time. Yeah, that's like, crazy. You were cooking. Before for me, before Chef Jarvis was even thought of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He had the house. And the hamster <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh God, don't do it. <laughs> sorry, fam. I apologize. But this times when they had the house alone, every parents out of town, but we cooking steaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we rolled up over there. It was like Jarvis was cooking oh, early Lord. before we even Your knew these things. And like, and to see that is just you know, um, that's the real manifestation if you will in my opinion just being keep on pushing in the grace of god and like to be the human that you're supposed to be none of this is a surprise to me Mm -hmm. if you have that spirit in you you know what i'm saying so like everybody that's doing what they're doing it doesn't really come off as a surprise nobody's surprised i'm a dj nobody's surprised Gertie's a teacher nobody's surprised jarvis is a chef it all makes sense you know what i'm saying you know uh, lack of better words we y'all my boy Jarvis is also a preacher. He just doesn't know it yet. So you you might see in this episode <laughs> who don't know it? this Bible heavy on this episode. <laughs> I, I mean, we wanted this episode to happen like this. Everybody so. just waiting for his congregation, but we right? So, but we, <laughs> so you will hear to you know tonight's about that tonight. Let's go. Since awesome. what we got. All right. So What's on the agenda. <laughs> so Jarvis, so I would like to name that this is a very impromptu episode. <laughs> so Jarvis, thank you for joining Good us word. at Good very word. randomly. Like this was not what we had planned for tonight. No. Um, we actually have you scheduled for future weeks <laughs> in advance. But Come on. God, divine appointments. Divine appointments. They just God just has another plan for what is happening tonight. So Ooh, y'all um, be you little inside God little. <laughs> that was on, that was good timing. I like this. <laughs> I like my own <laughs> So um, given that, just to give you, you've heard the podcast, so you know our first segment is scrolling and double tapping. So we talk about just things happening in the world happening in the world pop culture wise um but before we get into anything happening in the world geo i want to talk a little bit about dj geo birthday week oh man yes sir yeah you uh, congratulations when people, i appreciate you that. are 33 so 33 year. yes jesus year your jesus year pippin year yes yes uh what's 33 about yo I will start off with this, that my sister was telling me, like, yo, Jesus year, Jesus year, like, that was the theme. Like, my sister breaks down the itinerary for your birthdays. She's an awesome friend. I, I, we got, I guess it's about God and Gertie's okay. friendship. <laughs> because, I mean, oh, she Lord. writes the itinerary for me. I'm like, yo, Gio, this is what you're going to do. You got, you got Mogul Mondays. You know, that's the pregame on Tuesdays, your birthday. It's also your girlfriend's birthday the next day. So we bring it in. The whole nine broke it down. But I walked into a huge surprise. But in my mind, when you hear Gertie emphasize God in my life was saying, this is the year, Jesus year, Jesus year, Jesus year, I went in with so much grace and humbleness. So everything that came to me was just a shock. I went in thinking like, you know, my girlfriend turning 30. It's about her. Let me just go in there and just have a good time. I'm expecting to spend money, the whole nine. I didn't spend any money and I got money and but then there were so many moments while I was in that club in that moment and that was the 
the March 2nd was my birthday. And I don't think Tuesday for anybody else, you have nothing going on. But March 2nd, I have my was best. Was a movie. Yes. March 2nd on the real night COVID-y. of my birthday. <laughs> you know. So being a DJ, you feel the pressure of having a party every year. You, mm-hmm. you feel you fall off if you don't at least have some people to celebrate you. And I'm always kind of indifferent about that because I don't care for anybody to celebrate me, if you will. But coming into this so humbled and it being on a Tuesday, which is probably one of my most important nights of the week. And to see the reaction and the, the love I got from social media and from the clubs, I was blown away and surprised. I haven't been surprised in a while. So I went there with just, I, it was nonstop prayer. It was nonstop like, yo, I've been waiting for that kind of moment in my career as a DJ for a while, but I stopped asking for it. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the street DJ that everybody just knows instead of me being kind of push offish and kind of, you know, putting myself in that place where I'm important, a VIP. That's the ideas I had in my head that I had to do. So I kept sticking to my roots and the reward came on that day. I was shocked. I was, I was humbled. It, it was, it was tears for like days, like yo, like reflecting, like yo, sitting. Gia's back. a crier. Yeah, man. The older you get, the more you cry. And if you, my Pisces gang, you know, we emotional, we get love like that. But you know, now just kept motivating me to just give back the love. So now I'm just excited. I said, all right, y'all, y'all, okay, my birthday. All right, I can't wait for your birthday, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna match you two times now. You know that's how I feel. Gio's right birthday was really, really fun. So just to give our uh, our audience a recap, um, so it started. Well, we started by celebrating one of our good friends, Chandra. Chandra, we started. Game. We started selling free Chandra's birthday from Friday. We went to the Urban. Shout out to Social Exchange Saturday. Yeah. We had a girls' night. We did candle making class. Sunday, we had brunch at Salt 7. If y'all yeah. haven't been to Salt 7, it is awesome. The original one is in Deerfield, I believe. Yes, but and I, it's lit, but they just opened one in Fort Lauderdale. Super beautiful. Food is good. bomb. Then Monday started. That was Gio's pregame. Gio March had 1st, Mogul. Yo. March 1st was Monday. Gio had Mogul Mondays. Tuesday, March 2nd, Gio's actual birthday. We had 954 Ultra Lounge, had yeah. uh, Game Night and Vibes. Wednesday, we had dinner at Komodo, which was yes. really dope. Oh, nice. That was so our first I ended time up going staying, there. I, after the club, I went straight to Brickle. So me and my girl stayed in Brickle for a week. And, you know, we was like, let's staycation. Hey, yo. Staycations <laughs> are lit. Staying amongst Staycations? Is, you are, uh, Jarvis, you're king of staycations. I'm the y'all, king of... Y'all stay at some type of Hyatt suite and... Listen, that's, what that's you, where it's at. Yeah. Listen, vacations are so underrated. They we live are, in one of the best cities in the world. We live we, in the best city like, in the world. <laughs> people, like, we have a saying that, like, oh, I live where you vacation. Yeah. So why not vacation where we live? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, there's so much that Miami or just South Florida has to offer, man. Uh-huh. Go to West Palm Beach. Yeah. Go stay in the island. Yes. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. But yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Listen. Yo, I was in Brickell, like, on the 22nd floor, like, and it was like a small... Condo. Condo, and it was legit Where were me. you? You were, um, let me guess. Let me Ooh, think if I, if I, I could guess. I name, though, but maybe if you... You me. were 20... Oh, floors don't matter, because everything is high-rise over there. Uh, you were on Brickell Avenue? Yes. Were you at the W Residences? 
Mm-mm. I was next. To it wasn't. A, it was actually like a like Airbnb. So only, yes. so it wasn't hotel. Because I know you said the W. No, but the W have residences. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So were you like where Icon Brickle? I was right there. I was. It's called Bay. I want to believe it was Bay Cove or something like that. But it, mind you. It was splitting like forks were splitting us in the place you're speaking. Like it's, it it's was, split in four. Yes. Yeah. That's that's icon. Yeah. I know. So I, yeah. I mean, they had a <laughs> y'all. Miami mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how like you can live next door to these places and still be amazed. They it's had a mini market under on the first floor. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They had grab a leaf and cereal and like. <laughs> Not grab a leaf and cereal. <laughs> I'm like, like, yo, let me get a grab a leaf and. So, yeah, let's hear, let's hear. <laughs> I mean, they, and I'm talking about like they had like you know produce and stuff like that. I was like, what, are y'all serious? A mini market, so then you know, Brickles designed different to go to a store. Yeah, ridiculous. It's made you know for convenience. Yeah, just yeah. like you know. And but I mean, what about all the people that were exercising? Okay, sorry. We were... Yeah, we get we got away. Hey, yo, geo. We were mind geo, blown was, by the amount of people. This was the most humbling geo week birthday week I've ever had and then to like top it off at Friday at you know any time for games and chill and the madness did not stop hold on I, I, I oh my bad go ahead go ahead go ahead I was just talking about when we were when so Gio stayed in Brickle I came to visit one of the days and oh yeah party like why do people just exercise like for fun? <laughs> like, oh I feel God. like we exercise to battle diabetes and hypertension like they yeah. what exercise Cause it's a lifestyle, and it was very mind blowing. <laughs> Ooh, and I, I don't know like, about they were just y'all. Jogging. Y'all ever go to Brickle and like see people on scooters? They got this app, mm-hmm. and they just grab on the scooter and get on there. I fulfilled that. I wanted to do that so bad. Just ride through the city in the uh, scooter. I still felt like there's no way I'm able to ride through these restaurants. No, you can ride through the restaurants. I suggest anybody go do that. That thing is fun. We was we was riding through Bayside. You saw the Bayside sign on the scooters, and yeah, it is legit. So you I ate mean, at some good places, oh, and I then too fr- much. Go ahead. And then Friday, you had your second birthday party at Henny Time Games and Chill. Yes, um, which was also lots of fun. And then Saturday, we did a boat party. A boat party. So we were on the water because again, <laughs> on the yacht. we vacation yeah. where no, we live where you vacation, <laughs> and. And then Sunday we had dinner with our parents. <laughs> so that was, was a fantastic week. Were you tired after all that? Oh, yeah. oh I was so tired. Because I would have been a week to recover. <laughs> yeah, I was so tired. But you know what? This was my first year of doing the Daniels Fast. And then I did another fast that I just got to confuse. So I guess I got to do it. It was. Uh, I thought you was supposed to do it on the first week of uh, February. I thought it was another. It was uh, it's my Lent. Lent. Yeah, Lent, and I, I I got it. So I was like, "Yo, Gertie, I'm on like what day is this thing called 10. Lent?" And I was like, "It has to be food." She's like, "I it, I think it says food." And it's like a I read. I, so I did typically it all for Lent, people fast meat yes, for forty days. I didn't, but you fast. can choose what I you did do. That all wrong, and it's still going. It. It's going until April. Ooh, Still I did 21 it. days and I was out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> fasting by accident, Lord. <laughs> I, I I prayed about it. <laughs> I was like, Lord, I think I got this one wrong, but I'm going to stick with it. And um, so, to receive the blessings that I got 
gotten from uh, my birthday week was just extraordinary. So mm-hmm. my whole push is to keep, keep with it, man. Keep mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm about to say forget a fast. Like, nah, no, stay with it. Whatever you, whatever big, uh, great habits you picked up from any fast or any dedication that you're doing, stay with it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to recap DJ Geo birthday week. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was a movie. Like it was, it was one of the better DJ Geo birthday weeks that I've been able to celebrate. Shout out to my De- boy DJ Express. Definitely yes, shout out to my boy DJ X Man. Shout out to my girl CJ Hercules Nine Nine Jams. Oh, hey, listen. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, All star. Yeah. So it it was a blast. (laughs) I think like 2021 is up. I mean, Jarvis, even we celebrated your birthday for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It did not happen. Okay. So let me give give the the people some context. Let's talk about it. Jarvis' birthday is in December. December 14th. Jarvis has (laughs) asked me for the past like four years to throw him a surprise party. Mm -hmm. In my head. Four years to be exact. Yeah. Yeah. In my head, I was always like, no, I'm not throwing you a party. But I always knew I was going to throw you your 30th surprise party. Wow. We hit a freaking pandemic. <laughs> so I was like, okay, not happening in the way I envisioned. Uh-huh. Yeah. We hit a freaking pandemic. Um, but I still, earlier this year, reached out. When is Jonah's birthday? October 18th. In October. So right around then, I reached out to Jonas. And that's when I met your wonderful girlfriend, Kimora. Shout out to my girl. She's so mad her name was on the podcast. Shout out to you, Kim. <laughs> your, uh, what is it? Your red velvet. Ooh, boy, I'm, glad I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm faithful because uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I did not sign up for my girlfriend's right. name to be right. right. You got to live in it. You got to live in that. Nah, no surprises. Her name. No <laughs> surprises. Nah, she gets Facebook tags, so we know it's real. Facts. So <laughs> she, I met her, and so I was able to reach out to both of them. I was like, okay, so what are we doing for Jarvis' birthday? <laughs> like, Jarvis' birthday's coming up. It's a plan. And it wasn't a plan, because Jarvis don't know how to sit down. <laughs> I started planning his own birthday. Listen. <laughs> I'm the type of person where, first of all, y'all the same though. That, unfortunately, that I'm, like just, I'm just. Why ask me then? Why ask me? I'm just used to <laughs> doing it myself. Like people, are like, uh, what do you want for your birthday? <laughs> Don't worry, I got it already. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I got it from because in my mind, you're not going to get me what I want. You have very. I was just about to say that as your friend. Very your expectations are so high. You make me laugh every year for what you ask for. For Christmas, like you have no fear <laughs> for Christmas gifts. It's like, yeah, if y'all I mean, really do love simple. me, you put the pressure like on and your Gia, birthday. I don't you know are... where you get it from. I think we need to do an episode with the entire Lewis family because nobody entertains it. So I don't know why he continues to do it. None of his I'm, family. I, I, it's a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> so will somebody notice me? It's so so bad. I like. Do you like, know? I mean, talking about something I think, like you bad. have said some extravagant things you want, and you like yo, like if y'all all put it together, like it's only Bro, like a thousand dollars each. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy because I'm just like, I mean, one, I believe we have not because we ask not, right? Oh, that's I, that's what the Bible tells us. But like, don't be afraid to ask. You just, I mean, at this point, I ask knowing. <laughs> Well, don't be afraid. To, I have told you, and you're like, no, 
<laughs> Don't be afraid to hear no. But I, I'm not afraid to, to hear no. So I just like, put it out there, and then I'll be like, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe right, somebody right. would be caught by the wind of. I'd be looking at your lips with my pajamas. <laughs> of generosity. A Tesla? Like, I'd be like, I'd be like, say, say, I mean. Yeah, but it's not like I'm asking for the X model. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's, there's, you know what I mean? There's levels to it. If you're gonna ask for a Tesla, get like, you know, get like the M type or whatever the hell it right. is. Like, get the cheaper version. Yeah, right. That's what you, you, know. so you don't mind winding up your windows yourself, is what you say. But here's the reason. Here's the reason why I ask for that kind of stuff. Because those are the type of gifts that I give. Teslas? <laughs> Hypothetically, yeah, right, right. I'm not. I'm not at the gifting Tesla's okay. part yet of my life. Right. But okay. Like, I'm, if I'm if I'm going to gift you, I'm going to gift you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out, and that's what I'm used to doing. I'm used to going all out. So, like, hey, I, this is what I'm asking for. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that. I don't believe. That. I, don't <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like trying to lie. But I don't do you? That but do you? Hey, I, I think you Jarvis. I think Jarvis to a birthday out. party since the 14th birthday yes. party. Jarvis, I believe you yes. about you giving, but you don't care to receive. You be asking for. You just want people to remind you your birthday has been great. Oh, I do. I do wanted. agree with that, Jarvis. You're you're you give, but you don't really care to receive. Yeah, nah, you don't yeah. care. Nah, at all. I don't. I don't. Especially the gifts you're asking. You're not asking for real. You yeah, don't want yeah, no te- yeah. If I got you a Tesla, <laughs> you gonna feel pressure. But you know it's what? Like, what I owe you now? Like, after I give you a it's, Tesla, it's crazy because like, um, like you said, like my family, they don't entertain it, right? Um, don't get me wrong. Like my family, they they show up and they show out. Yeah, right? that's, that's exactly that's our dynamic. I love you. However. The first person ever to entertain that is is Kimura. Like I oh. you know what I mean? Like I put a and then she got it and I was like, no, no, no. Like no, you no. weren't supposed to do that. Like I was just joking. I mean, I'm not joking, I want it, but I was I was <laughs> She's like, what do you mean you asked for it? And I was like, Yeah, but you're not supposed to get it. No one ever gets it. You know what I mean? Yo, so that, that was kind of crazy. That's that's sweet. My yeah. girlfriend used to do that until I asked for the PS5, and like she really told me no. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, things are different in year six. <laughs> things, are, things are mighty different. I was like, whatever. Like, man, I don't know. I'm going to get my Xbox. <laughs> it's like, all right, babe, I'll help you out. I'm like, ah, we lit. He said, nah, I'm like, man, I really want a PS5. Like, maybe next year. <laughs> like, okay. That's my best friend. Thank she you, a babe. real bad bitch. <laughs> you know how embarrassing it is to tell people that my brother dates my best friend? Yeah, I mean, I feel real uncomfortable. You tell them, tell them I've I knew always her before you. wondered what that tell- dynamic is like because go I'm ahead. not trying to get weird go, here. Go, but go, I, talk, let's talk about let's, it. Let's talk about it, right? I want the podcast to know. So me. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to know me. <laughs> this year I, I know Girthy, about. right? And one of the things about Girthy is we Girthy is a bank. Yes, and, and we all make deposits of secrets to mm-hmm. Girthy because she she it's a she's a vault man. At least to. Yeah, she's a she's a vault, right? Right. So she has a whole bunch of she has her crew, like that inner crew, you know, 100%. all the people that are a part of it, right? We know who they are. I'm sh- I know y'all have girl talk. I know y'all got girl talk, and I know y'all talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. And I know y'all talking about other things that happen in relationships, like <laughs> adult activities. So when those conversations happen, does like Ariel just like 86 that part? Like, is she talking about Geo? Hell what? no. My dog is a rider. <laughs> she going to be a part of that conversation. <laughs> but she know not to talk about her relationship because <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> does it ever get weird? You know um, what I mean? Like, y'all going to be talking about some topic like whatever. Like, do y'all like when you got to do I'm, this? I, and then, I, I think I got two no. parts for She that. like, my man, do this. She does not care about my feelings. She will say whatever she wants, and I will be uncomfortable, and everybody else's 
Every actually, all of our other friends are uncomfortable too because Gio's everyone. Yeah, brother. Gio, everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, uh. <laughs> and she's like, that's not fair. And we're like, that's true. Okay. It's true. Right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> that is so funny. I think though that originally, like a person like this would of this magnitude being this close to my sister, I think she was more surprised how close me and Gertie were. I think that's when people get shocked. Like, oh, mm. Gio told you everything. It was like, you know, it was like, so sometimes they get kind of thrown away. Also uncomfortable. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't remember where it clicked, but there was a moment where I was like, yo, you know, my sister is my best friend. When mm-hmm. I, I don't remember where it clicked. It was, it was young, but I remember like, I'm like, I'm, I, she's kind of vibing the right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're listening to music now. Like, oh, you get this? She was like, yeah, hip hop, hip it. <laughs> <laughs> So there was a moment where I'm like, yo, and now I'm like telling her these things about like hip hop stories and whatnot. And she's just, I remember her not liking sports and stuff like that, but I, she was absorbing it and she became So are you the one that trained her to like all the most winning AS teams? No, she, 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 (laughs) I think is on some, also some like. Some psychological independence, Yankees, trying to find her Patriots. way. Like I'm actually, my own self, I'm actually, not Gio's sister. The, like because actually, a lot most of, of the teams against me. Uh, most of the teams I like are because <laughs> of our oldest brother, and I don't know why he liked them. I didn't know they were winningest teams. Mm. Yes, like when I started liking the Spurs, because Gilbert, our oldest brother, liked. Tim Duncan liked him at Wake Forest. And so I was like, okay, like that's who you like. Yes. That's who I like too. Mm. I didn't think they were going to be a dynasty. <laughs> like I didn't know. I didn't know what a dynasty that, was. Other my than favorite the team. It's my so same funny. Thing. The Spurs is the only team that I like respect that you like. Man, I got on my Spurs shirt. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> but um, yeah, my brother, like all my first Favorite teams were first my brother's first favorite teams as well. Yeah. Like things has changed. Like he was you know, a Yankees years. fan, but he's from the our oldest brother's from New York. Mm-hmm. So, so him a being a Yankees fan, fan it makes like, sense. Our dad didn't watch baseball until the Marlins were winning. So we didn't know if it wasn't for Gilbert, we wouldn't even care about baseball. Mm. So if he liked the Yankees, we liked the Yankees. We right, didn't know yeah. about hometown love. I wish I did. Like No, I, I don't. I love I do. my Yankees. I love my Yankees. I do you know wish that you don't Yankees wish that best. you were like I saw a, some championships that I cried about. I love my Yankees. It don't bother you that like when your team when your team does win, like I know like when the Spurs win, I I'm not in San Antonio. I don't get to celebrate that with them. When the Heat won in 06, I was like, was it 06? Yeah. When the Heat won, I was like, dang, I Loki want to go to the parade, but I don't care about them. Like, you know what? It feels weird. Like, it's a weird I'm dynamic. I feel. Spoiled. I was actually mad. Like, when my I I am I am down, I'm cold stone with my sports love. Like, yeah, I'll go to the parade with my, you know, Cavaliers jersey, the, LeBron James. I like, yeah, I I did not. But you you don't have a a basketball team. I'm a Le, yeah. You I, follow I, wherever LeBron goes. See, that's that's where it started. My brother liked Phoenix Suns. When Charles Barkley was there, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with Jason Kidd, the point guard, mm-hmm. and then I followed Jason Kidd wherever he went. So when he went to New Jersey, I was a New Jersey Nets fan. But then, like towards the time he's about to retire, I was already watching LeBron James, and necessarily like in high school. So I became the biggest LeBron James fan. So it was like once he got out of high school, went to Cleveland. 
it was a rap. I started having my own identity outside of my brother. Mm-hmm. I was done following him the way like things of that nature. Right. So like right now Gilbert's a Nets fan. Yeah, now, then he got he got he got flaked, and I was like, "So you're not gonna root for the Spurs no more?" I done fell in love with the entire franchise. I love the coach. Right. I love the assistant coach. I love the. We history. are losing ourselves in these. Like, I mean, we are chopping it up tonight. Go yeah, ahead, we're I'm loving. Completely it. off topic, and it's really. Oh, that is a. Sorry, I don't know how Boat to pour. <laughs> <laughs> For context, Yo. Gertie is pouring drinks. Oh, man. <laughs> she just poured hey. a fifth in a cup. <laughs> For Gio. Um, my bad. <laughs> so when Gio starts slurring, that's why. Right. And it will wow. come. It will come. Anyways, my love for these random teams comes from my oldest brother, and then I just stick to it. Like, And I still follow them. So Multi. a lot of New York teams, because he's from New York, the Spurs was because he loved Tim Duncan. The Patriots was the only one I was trying not to follow my brothers because they're Cowboys fans. And I was like, I want to find my own football team. And I, I traveled around at first. I liked the Bucks at first. I was you like, want to oh, that same year she became no, 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 a fan. No, 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 no. I, I liked the Broncos. And then one day I was watching an episode of MTV Crips. And Ty Law came on the screen, and I said, that man is fine. What team does he play for? And Gilbert was like, he played for the Patriots. I started watching the Patriots from there. You're disgusting. That's you how it started. Disgusting. It wasn't disgusting. even because of but Thomas you know Patrick what? Edward Brady. I respect the love for teams so much more now. And this is why story is so important. Thank you. Context and story is so important. Like, the fact that you, you didn't know much about it, but you, it, it talks about your relationship with your brothers you know, being the the youngest, and you're looking at you're looking up to your older brothers. It makes sense. It makes sense. I respect Aww, it now. Thanks. Damn, yeah, you I, it, I didn't even see it like that. Yeah. yeah, it's true that all of our teams, our first teams, the way we kind of break down what it's we a like connection now, connection to each other. It's goes yeah, to it's a connection with each other. Y'all literally just talked about like y'all family dynamic through sports. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Damn, that's deep. I got bombs. Don't. I, I like my bombs. Okay, so we're going to get into scrolling and double tapping, which is our real first segment of the show. Right. We don't, it's okay. We don't have too many crazy topics to talk about today, but I do want to talk about some of them. So right now, one of the main things that I wanted to bring up is a couple of things are happening, and I don't want to get too political, <coughs> Jarvis, but <laughs> I do want to talk about A couple of things happening with our government right now. One of those things being that Congress just passed this new COVID relief bill. The next COVID relief bill. I'm not even going to call it new. So we getting that 1400 coming to our bank (laughs) accounts. All right. I'm not going to take away Trump's credit for the bill. I'm not. Okay. 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 Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not my point. You saw me laxing Trump. Like, yo, Trump dropped that stuff, you stupid ass. (laughs) So that's something new. And also the COVID vaccine has become way more um, accessible to people. I know me as an educator, I can now get the vaccine if I want to. Yes. Um, There's also other ways to get it. Other like not even loopholes, just like there's a lot more. It's it's very a lot more accessible. So one. How are y'all feeling about, you know, I don't even want to get into our current administration. So let's just talk about the vaccine. Okay. How y'all feeling about it? Uh, you, you want me to go first? Or you want to go ahead? <clears throat> go ahead, Jarvis. <clears throat> this is Jarvis speaking. Yeah. Um, Chef. It's a Jarvis. strong no for me. <laughs> that is all. 
Yeah, I, I like. Listen, I am. I feel like I'm about to be in the middle. This is such a great. <laughs> that was a great alley where you are a strong no. I am at a soft no. Mm-hmm. You know, I am somewhere in the middle, but like you know, maybe more on a soft no only because. Um, I was never comfortable with how fast uh, the research was, even though it was a record-breaking situation. I still was, you know, skeptical because I don't think we ever had a grip on what COVID-19 was for so long and we weren't prepared for it. So versus something like Ebola, where there was a administration built to kind of prevent it from coming, uh, we weren't, we didn't have that same shield. So I was very skeptical. So I'm at a soft no, but, um, uh, Thank God I have people in my family who are in the medical field who are dropping knowledge and making me a little bit more comfortable with it. So close again to the, the soft. Yes. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, sis. No, you're at a soft no or a soft I'm yes? I'm still right now to soft no because I haven't actually looked at the data that my cousin gave us gotcha. today, matter of fact. You're at a hard no. Why? Um, How to... Concisely put it, I guess. Um, I'm at a strong. George no. Bush don't care about black people. No. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That was Take perfect. A shot for that. that was perfect. Take a shot for that. That was perfect. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Yo, me That was. <laughs> people no, <remember>? ah! <laughs> come out. I people at the green box. Out. Did you guys hear that? Yes. That was oh, <laughs> ghetto lately, and I'm loving it. Like sorry. it's the wine. Wow. Yeah, it's the wine. Wow. <laughs> First, why are you a hard no? <laughs> okay. I'm a hard no because um I'm not I'm not comfortable with the data yet. I don't think we have enough to show uh the longevity mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> um so I'm 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 kinda in a like, let's see what happened to y'all first. <laughs> you know? Sorry, sorry. Um, you saying the words that I was a hard no like a day ago, <laughs> like Literally, a couple of days ago. He yelled at me on the phone the other day. <laughs> I was like, no, and I said, I said those same words. But, but if if you look at the statistics, which you know those can be manipulated too, uh, but people are are dying at an alarming rate with these vaccines. Not even just like the complications from. The vaccine, but people are like dying from them. Um, dying from the vaccine? Yeah. That's actually. I've been hearing the opposite, like I, that that there are no cases of people actually dying, except people for are still one getting case. COVID. Is no, what no, I've no. seen in the studies that I've seen. It's not. I don't know if I've seen death, but I know that the vaccine has prevented COVID itself. But go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you right? Off. But vaccines don't promise. You won't get the right. Disorder. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do think that that's okay. I haven't been seeing any studies of people getting the vaccine and dying, except one guy. But his situation was real weird. But keep going. Sorry. I mean, when you think about, <clears throat> actually, just I, I just read on that today um, in my my family group chat. My brother Jairus was like, "Hey guys," um, and he presented whatever information. He was like, "Consider the vaccine, like not taking it, or whatever." He's like, "People are dying." At, Alarming rating. He showed the articles and stuff and stuff like that that I was reading on. And in my mind, I'm just like, I wasn't taking it anyway, but I'll, you know, I'll read it just to know something. Um, so that's one of the reasons. And then, like, I guess the other one is like, you know, like, I don't get flu shots. So if I ain't gonna get a flu shot, I'm not getting no corona shot. 
You know what I mean? Not out of ignorance, but just like I I strongly believe, and I'm not even trying to over spiritualize this thing, but I strongly, strongly believe my f- conviction is that I'm covered. I know that may sound ignorant. I know that people be like, oh, but what about people who believe and have faith and they got coronavirus and die from it? It's true. Does it doesn't mean that their faith was lacking? Two no. things can be true. You know, but and, and you know what I'm saying? I just I don't know. I don't know. Uh does if, if covered mean the, does it covered mean though, right? For a second. Does it mean like if you were to get corona and get sick, that you would still feel confident that you just you're covered? Like yeah. in a sense, like, okay, I'm I'm supposed to just get it. Is that being in that sense of covering? Um, because yeah. I know the people who believe as strong as you, so they might feel when they got it, like they didn't lose their faith, right? I'm right, thinking right. about if I got it, right? Because that's how I was, you know, with coronavirus. It was that if I did get it, I would battle it out mm-hmm. because I'm covered. I, don't, I feel like there's a lot of work still being done for me. Mm-hmm. So I had that faith, but I also took into consideration, like, I got to protect myself. Because that's also written in the word to mm-hmm. to not lack, if you will. I don't know the you know the yeah, exact yeah, scripture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for sure. So like that might even mean me taking the vaccine if that means I'm still covered. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean here's here's the thing. Like, I I believe the vaccine is is on the same level as like drinking. You know what I mean? Is mm-hmm. it a sin to drink? No, it's a sin to get drunk. But like that's it's, it's a conviction thing. Like if you feel convicted to get the vaccine, do it. I would never tell someone not to. Okay. And I mean, just for me and my convictions and what I think I need to do or should do, I'm, I don't think it's important for me to take. You also don't go anywhere. Going back to the fact that you haven't <laughs> been to a birthday, a birthday like, party. <laughs> Full circle. Like it's you so have not crazy. been to a birthday party from 14, my 14th birthday party, to my 30th. He did show up for 30. I had I to assume. hire him. <laughs> and you know, in my head, jealous. you know what's crazy? I've seen Jarvis at plenty of parties. <laughs> I shouldn't tell people that, but you I don't me? want you to know. <laughs> we here. Like. I have seen Jarvis at plenty of parties, not to make you jealous, but like, I mean, he showed up to DJ Gio party a few times. He hasn't been to one of your parties? I don't think I've... I'm not even being funny here. He might have been working. I don't think I've ever been to a DJ Geo party. I feel like you have. Like I do remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I think you might have been Jangle stuff. You were there. Bojangles used. Yeah. Okay, no, but see that. Yeah, that was a different Shout thing because I was a part of it. You know what I'm saying? I was Papa Jangles. I forgot you might have been working a lot of you know, party fans. I was. I was working. Too. You know what I mean? I was like rooftop. We worked together. Rooftop. I was working. I was a chef there. Blah blah blah. Hollywood Live. Uh, I never did Hollywood Live. You never did Hollywood Live. Yeah, that was um the other guy. Um. Oh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> it just hit. I'm like, I was like, yeah, it was I supposed it was... to be a silent laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, yeah, yeah. But um, it wasn't you. You know what's funny, girl? That you was like, uh, you was like, you came to my thirtieth, and I'm in my mind, I'm thinking. Like I went to Gertie's thirtieth. What what was this? And you said you worked it. I said I worked it in my head. Yes, it's crazy. But we shouted you out in the last episode because um, you were you you cooked brunch for us. Literally, we froze the leftover meat that you made mm-hmm. and ate it like yesterday. <laughs> like <laughs> to this day, we still Facts. ate it on that steak. Yo, that's what's up. That steak is delicious. Yo, that's crazy. Nah, nah, we were man. like, dang, we can't. We don't know if it's seasoned yet. We like cooked it. And we were like. 
It's still season. <laughs> hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how I still feel. Even though when like if we, when we ever when I ever see you in business situations, mm-hmm. I still know that I'm in the building and feel like. He gonna try to show off like every single time. <laughs> so like just like when you was he working, was so nervous doing my birthday brunch. Yes, that's what. Like, calm I mean, down. Yes, You're invited. John, yo, <laughs> like he was asking from like a business perspective, and then asked his brother like a few times. Like yo, you, said, how's the food going? I was like it's amazing. He's like you don't think it was undercooked. I was like no, it was amazing, bro. You tripping? Like like he's like he's like you sure everybody loves it? I was Let's like, yo, talk about right. the eggs. Mm. Let's talk about the let's let's talk about this. Girthy, let me tell you why I appreciate you, right? Um so we all, I mean for those who don't know, we all went to the same high school, Miramar High School. Shout yeah, out, shout y'all, out to Miramar. I hear the we, we also went to the same middle I only went to 8th grade. I, okay. Okay, I'm I'm a Dade County student. You in the North Dade. <laughs> It's barely in Dade. Are you? Do you know where? Not, first of all, do you even that. know do where North? Say that. Don't say that. <laughs> do not, don't say that. Do you North know where Dade. North? First of all, North Dade is in the heart of Opalaka. North Dade is in the heart of Opalaka. Hey, shout out to y'all, North Dade. No, we were Thunderbirds. Not at the school. Oh, but I know the part. The part. Don't you know no good? But um, I coached teachers there, so when I posted it, that's how I knew Jarvis went there. He was like, "Oh my gosh, you're at my middle school." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Your middle school is my middle school." That's crazy. But not like, see, Gerthy hired me for her thirtieth birthday party, right? Um, which I thought was really cool. But one of the things that hit me while I was there, I was like. The people that I figured would be there, and a lot of those people are people that have been wanting to try my food for a long time. Yes. You know, like, they know I'm a chef. They've been following me for a while. Uh, they don't, they know me, you know, from school or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be their first impression. So it, 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 it took me to a point of, like, it's weird because it's like, typically... I, like I care about what people think, right? Obviously about the food, like that's that's important. But I'm so confident in what I'm doing. I don't, I don't. I Can don't I ask care, you a question? Right? Mm-hmm. Was that almost? Would you say like was probably uh, a cooking sensation that you probably haven't felt in your career, where you like, oh yeah, while wow, I'm cooking for people My that peers. actually know me, that I care about, like versus having to do a job for a judge or a job for you know, a job, you know, um, companies and people that, you know, you know, you, you always confident in your food, but. Right. Um, I think it was, it, it definitely, familiarity can sometimes breed contention. And like, and I say that because like. Okay, Jay Electronica. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he's not the first to quote it, but he says that. Oh, is that like, what he said? Yeah. I don't listen song. to him, but I think he's, I think he's Birthday dope, right? Jay right? Electronica, good stuff. <laughs> I, I quoted it on the caption on my Instagram picture. Oh, that's what's up. Oh. <laughs> but, like, you know, there, there's there's just something about, like, you know, proximity with people that you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it wasn't like a like a burden, but it was just like, oh, okay, you know, these people uh, have been wanting. I know that these people have been wanting to have an opinion about my yeah. food. Because yeah. the only thing that they know is what it looks like. So they can say, oh, the food looks good, but you know, there could be other conversations like, oh, it probably isn't all that, or I wonder if it's as good as it looks. You know, natural questions. So I was like, all right, I have to I have to feed into that. Mm. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like a and I don't mean this in a rude way, but it's not it's not that I care about the people. Um, because I don't. But <laughs> it's about like you guys are gonna finally get something that you have 
either talked about or thought about or desired. You want to see what the yo, you want to see, see what, what it's all about. about. Like, are you really about. who you say you are? I've heard you've done this, but are you really? You know what I mean? So it was like, all right, well, this is a moment of affirmation. Because it can wasn't I, just I, oh, go ahead. oh, sorry. Because it wasn't just oh, I got a chef to make us all brunch, everybody. It was I got Jarvis to make us brunch. So and all the people who I invited. So for context for people listening, like I hang with the same people I've known for basically my whole life. You know, like, it, we dip and dabble. Like, there's people who obviously are my college friends or my work friends or whoever. I don't think there were any work friends there, but my college friends. And then other than that, it's like high school. And so for my high school friends, it's like, yeah, I hired Jarvis, our peer. Yeah. And then so it's like, so they're all just like, oh, yeah, I've seen him post. Like, I'm curious to know what it's like. Is it really good? That's what I was. That's why I Positive or negative. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. right I like, right. I asked, you know, I only asked you that question because uh, when I said sensation, I mean like almost like in a good way, like I get that thrill to mm-hmm. show my peers the growth of where I'm at with DJing sometimes. So I get excited to sometimes show off. Do you off. feel more nervous? Sorry to cut you off. I have a question for you specifically. Yeah. Do you feel more nervous? Who do you feel more nervous DJing in front of? Peers or strangers? Strangers. I don't know them. Mm. Who do you feel more nervous cooking for, peers or strangers? Hmm. That's a hard question because... Go ahead. And I I just want to just sit there and say, because the excitement... And I'm just... Well, I'll bring it back full circle. One thing I learned from you, what you and your business, is that you cater to audience beyond just your neighborhood. Like, you definitely showed love to the neighborhood. You mm-hmm. wanted them to, whoever supports, supports. Mm-hmm. But I can obviously see what, you're, what you have done and how far you've reached with your company mm-hmm. that you saw beyond just the city of Miramar. And I was so set on just getting us to be so right and loving me that I didn't see beyond mm-hmm. just South Florida. And I used to always watch that. So I, that's why I asked, was it a different sensation? Because you've done things for celebrities. You've mm-hmm. been, you know, on television. You're like, yo, you, you probably never even thought that you might cook for a, a group of Miramar folks that you know. So for me, sometimes <laughs> when I get them to be in the same building at the same time, mm-hmm. I get like a sudden like... Y'all, ha- y'all, y'all think I'm just the same Gia y'all remember, and right. I love to show them or like to be excited to, to, to dip into that like how far I've gone, and I can play certain songs for certain people. So it's kind of like cooking for certain people, like you know, you kind of mm-hmm. know what they like. So oh, it's y'all. Like it, versus a a new crowd, you have to try to adjust in the moment. Yeah, like, oh, y'all some New Yorkers. Like that happened to me last night. But go ahead. I think it flip flops, right? Maybe um, it's different with music and food. Too. Exactly. I would love to yeah. put that relationship together. Go ahead. I, I think it flip flops because, like, um, again, sometimes familiarity can can uh, kind of like familiarity sometimes can be a uh, a reason why you don't give it your all. Right. You know, why you That's don't right. go hard because like, oh, yes. I know these people. Like they're and, and then when you level like that with them, you you're not going to you're not going to execute at the way that you should. Mm-hmm. So I I never allow at least I try to be intentional about not allowing familiarity to Like you were so nervous even that Sunday when you were like 
the food's gonna be a little late. And I'm like, nigga, calm down. <laughs> like, exactly because he's like, my, my thing is professionalism. Like, it, that would be on. I don't care if like I was doing it for free. I, like, if it's a, if, like, hey, we're just gonna have a potluck. We come in, a, like, if Which I tell first you, and foremost, none of y'all will get our. Family discount, you know what I'm saying? So oh, that's that is never you know going to be a thing. Nobody gets a family yeah, our discount. Our family discount, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh with Chef Jarvis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't even ask me. Give it up. You lose, I win. Nicki Minaj That was top flight food, you hear me? So, yeah. But, nah, but, but, but it's crazy because, like, um, I was I was nervous because at the end of the day it's still a job. Yeah, like this is a job for friends and family, or it's a job that my family hired me to do this job. But when I'm when I'm cooking at my house for holidays and stuff like that, I tell them food's gonna be ready at three o'clock. If I know food's not gonna be ready at three, I'm like, hey, I apologize, food's not gonna be ready till three thirty, or food. That's that's in me because if 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 I can't do that in a place with people that I'm familiar, I would not do it in a place with people who don't know me. So I cannot afford myself. To get comfortable slipping in front of people that I'm familiar with, because then I'll be comfortable slipping in front of people that I'm not. Yeah. So this the experience was weird. It was it was really. I thought about it after the fact. I'm like, that was a validating experience. Yeah. And as much yeah. as I say, yeah. like, I don't care about what our familiar group think about Jarvis. Um, to hear them say, "Oh wow, like this, your food is good." Like, "Oh, I've always wanted to try your food. Like, it's as good as I thought it was, or whatever the case may be." And just the thing that you're just showing off with just Geo, dog. I'm so selfish. I was like, "Yo, Jarvis cooked this food for me. He gets nervous Boy, when he's bye. around me." <laughs> I, it no, wasn't no, even your birthday, <laughs> bro. Sis, you saw how I started this. I was like, "Yo, was it me that made you nervous?" I like said that, like, it really did say that, like, "Yo, Damn, I felt like uh, it was because I was like, the, when you see me, because I ate your food my whole." But that life. was another thing, yeah. like, you've had my food before. Yes. I've never cooked for Gertie. There was a, I mean, the, I did the box thing and she had that. And I've ate your food on numerous occasions. You had my food numerous times. Yeah. You actually, you're one of the very few people who've actually seen the progression mm-hmm. of my food. Um, Gertie got it at like, quote unquote established, you know what I'm saying, right. type of thing. So it was, it was, it was a little different. It was, it was different. I mean, and it was delicious. <laughs> like, it was amazing. It was if amazing. y'all are looking for a private chef, I was so excited for you, bro. Events. I'm not even going to lie, bro. I was so excited. I know Gertie's like, you know, birthday's becoming a holiday. She doesn't know it yet. Truly is. She's like the Oprah of the South Florida world right mm-hmm. now. And she's just giving back to everybody and her events are for the people. It becomes like that. So people get excited to come and like work for her. And all she did was have black own businesses from the cake from the cupcakes to the decorations to the, to the decorations to the, food, to, to the food for the it, breakfast everything. and the dinner it was it was it was really cool <laughs> to the really DJs cool to be a part of. you know what I'm saying like I mean she just went hard in the paint and that's only going up from here y'all um, get ready yeah I can't and then another point that you said and I think uh, you're gonna have to start doing this for even your business right talk to mm-hmm. me <clears throat> I know. I already know what Gertie's gonna say to this. Uh, Gertie was like, "I never met someone who hate Miramar so much. Like, wow. why do you talk so much trash about Miramar?" And it was, I don't know, like different things, right? However, I no, never I looked. I, I never looked at Miramar as my demographic, as people to serve. Never, ever, ever, ever. In fact, I, I, I don't serve them. You know, like our friends, our peers and stuff like that. Like I, I don't typically serve them. Like the people that I serve are people I don't know. Um, but I've also been very intentional about that because 
growing up, like mm-hmm. we all pretty much live in the same lives. Like you, you can't, you can't give what you don't have. One, right? And what I want is outside of what we collectively have. Right. I like. So I need to this. leave this market. And go somewhere else that I can get something. Can I? Can I interject? Can I? Can I? Can I reply to that? Mm-hmm. And uh, not for nothing. I just what I will do is just say what makes Myanmar so sweet to me. The small city that is Myanmar. What makes it so sweet to me is that we had to come up with our own culture. There was nobody giving us any culture, and so us having to build that on our own. To the swag, the 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 creativity came from deep rooted just from us being alone. When we weren't accepted in Broward as a Broward city, which we're in Broward, but we're so close to Dade that Dade didn't accept us neither. So there, we were in a you know uh, some like a, some type of twilight zone, figuring out our own swag and creativity to be one of the best DJs in Miramar history. For me, at least, that's how I feel, and I know that's what people say. It, it, it's it's more gratifying than trying to copy a phase or trying to learn from somebody else. There's there's groups of people from Broward and Day DJs that come to me mm-hmm. to try to take over our city. But I think there's a and, balance, and, though. And, and mind you, when I talk about our city, it's like Miramar has pushed over to Primer Pines and like Hollywood. Like we, you know, Hollywood was the basis of Miramar before Miramar became a but city. But Gio, right? just to go add, ahead, go I, ahead, go I, ahead. I do think, like, when I look at your career now, like yes. I think of you as as DJ Gio now, as I think this is the best you've been in your career, mm-hmm. and you have not left Miramar, but you left trying to. Appeal to Miramar. Come on. Well, so, like, when I look at, okay. for example, I when I look mean. at your party, let's go back to DJ Geo Week. That's how we started the episode. Speak on and it. And I look at Ultra Lounge. It wasn't like any other DJ Geo birthday week where it was basically a high school reunion. It was not a high school reunion this time. It was, yes, were there people from our community and people who we w- grew up with there? Absolutely. They're always going to be there. They're our ride or dies. There are day ones. You have a whole new network now. A whole new network now. And now you are at the, the not the best you're going to be in your career, because there is the best is yet to come. But you are at the top of you where you've been so far. And so I say that to say, like, I don't agree with people who feel like they don't care about their community. They're, they don't care about where they came from. They don't care about their peers that they went to school with because we are a tight-knit community at right. the end of the day. Like, look at us now. But I will all, say, we all went to school together. It, like, has, and it we, has, has to start from somewhere. The cosigns from people like Jarvis James that tells celebrities, like, yo, I know a DJ. Those people, like, Miramar uh, uh, oh, has, has yeah. so much successful people that had to start from just nothing because we had no influence from like because our city doesn't really have an identity yes so we created the identity and to believe that in my heart to believe that like yo you know my lingo and my communication with my city is unique to just Miramar is special to me because they 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 I'm only booked by Miramar I mean for me I'm in I'm in I'm in mansions by people who have said, like, you know, and put me in the right room with people. Yes, not necessarily but no, like, but not 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk to you're me. You're not ahead, limited to that. No, no, no. I'm you not limited what I'm to that. 100%. Like, and, I, and I always want you to remember that, like, your network now. DJ Bree, shout out to DJ Bree, told you this shout a long out to time boy, ago. DJ Bree, my what, brother, let's go. What Bree told you about 10 years ago? Yeah, Bree told Bear me. Bar. <laughs> he said, hey, shout out to I'll Bree. tell you what Bree said. Go ahead. He said, Bree, he's, he was like, when I was preaching uh-huh, that, he was did. there in that meeting that time. Yeah. What did he say, I told Gio. Miramar is only three streets long. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! And, and, and it's it's crazy, right? Because like my sentiments are kind of like more. I get it, but I always ask myself, why does Geo love Miramar so much? God. You know what I mean? Like this damn green box. <laughs> Let me tell you, it starts from the green. box. The green box really is legendary. It's legendary. Like if if people Yo, we could had really get the story, have house. you guys ever really talked about like? Because you've been on the green. I've box. been on the green box. You know how many t- man, Pulling up in listen, the truck <laughs> The suburban Listen yes. I've, There were so many Pivotal moments for me in, in, in my identity That happened at that green box And I don't even just say that Just to say it right Because I remember um, Being encouraged Right I used to be so afraid Of rejection Right Especially as a Middle schooler High schooler And there was a girl That I had a crush on And I was talking to Gio and Keith And J-Boy They all on the box and I'm yeah, like, shout out to all my boys, dog. And, and they like, Jarvis, Jay like, Ward. what you doing, bro? Like, she right there, like, and y'all was literally, and he's like, you know what? All right, we gonna get this boy at Four Locos since he wanna be scared. So we yes, all hopped in the suburban. <laughs> we go oh, to the gas shit, station, dog. and I'm like, what is this? And then I googled it real quick. I was like, yo, people were dying from this. I ain't drinking this crap. <laughs> like, they're like, you acting all scared, yo. And then like, oh, listen, so I don't. I, I've never told this to anyone, but that was my first time ever, ever approaching a girl. I got turned down, by the way, but. <laughs> The point is, that was my... <laughs> God, that is... God, this is the greatest... That was my first time. Shout out to... Should I say her Shout say out to Taisha Davis, right? Yeah! Shout out to my flag, sis! I did not think that's a I, 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 I went up to her, and I was like in... Curtis <laughs> about the show. I, was, I know we're talking about somebody else. I was, <laughs> listen, I was emboldened in that moment, like, so like my my guys, and these are older guys. So I'm looking at y'all like big homies and big bros. Y'all giving me all this like very, in hindsight, stupid <laughs> wisdom, you know, stupid just like what wisdom. to do. But it was, I wouldn't have done that. That's so. But crazy. it was I'm my the advice. I ain't gonna talk to him, but it was, was my first time. Like that, like it was my I first time. To tell the best by then, people. by then you might have been built like that. Yeah. By age. then, by whatever, because yeah. this had to be high school. This was high school. This was yeah. like so maybe were, 11th grade. So you or were in tenth, early college. Early, oh, so you yeah. were confident, Gio, by then. Yeah, I was over. And, uh, and it's crazy, but. That's the gold in the mouth, Gio. That was that my was, first time, like, really. <laughs> gold in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, going up to a girl and shooting my shot. Like, everything else was that. always, like, super subtle and suggestive, and I was hiding behind charm and all these different things, and that was the first time yes. where I just, like, got up. Yes. And even yes. though, you know, that young lady, um, you know, <laughs> messed up her blessings, um, <laughs> it, it, it taught me something about myself. Yeah. Oh, you're hilarious. You know what I mean? So, like, the green box really, yo, that was a pivotal moment for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The I mean, River we, Run Green we Box. Were, we were very, the River Run. We were green very box. vulnerable on that Green Box. Like everybody had to like. Uh, you know what? I'm. 
I take so much pride in that green box when even when I came up with the name, it's because like I it's it's a testament to what I want to be for people mm-hmm. to bring the best out of you or at least bring it was the a real safe place. Yeah, yeah to be we could safe talk place, about anything to push you to be brave. The, yes. to yes. push you to be courageous. Like yes. say what you. You know how many dance battles we had at the green box? Yes. My team, like you know, when I say <laughs> my team, rank sessions. You know, them boys, like, but they, they, all we always ever do. Like, I remember, like, you know, shout out to my boy Cardell. I'll tell y'all a story. Cardell was obviously doing great in his life right now, but I remember, like, he was like maybe a credit away, right? And I remember, like, waiting on the phone call at his crib and like teary eyed that when he could pass, like, credit to walk away stage. from graduating, right. He got the calls like, yeah, Carter, you did it. But it's not for lack of like him, you know, going to school. It's just that we were so lit, like he didn't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was so, a transfer student. There's a lot of yeah. layers. And so Cardell, when when I remember cheering him on, that's the memory I have. Like, yo, yeah, boy, we walking on stage together, like River Up Boys. That's what I hope that we do with the Green Box in a podcast mm-hmm. for him. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? To like bring the best out of people and almost, you know, celebrate people's accomplishments. They're the what people think as little accomplishments. I'm like, yo, you're rich in what God has promised you. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, just, yeah. Just be rich in that soil, like, and just take it for what it is. You know, that's what I'm on now. Literally, the other day, I was telling my sister, I was like, yo, I feel rich. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, yo, I feel rich in love. I feel like this, you know, I'm not where people think should be. They they wake up every day mad that they're not millionaires. <laughs> I'm like, you can live your whole life ready to try to be a millionaire, but God might promise you the richness of being able to talk to Jarvis, somebody you saw grow in front of your eyes, you know, or, you know, seeing my sister, being best friends with her in the same neighborhood, you know, like, mm-hmm. or are you not feeling rich in your whatever you're doing right now? Mm-hmm. That's my whole theme for the 2021 from here on out. Yeah. Like, you are rich. I feel like, like I remember a time where people would always be like, what does success mean to you? Yeah. And I just be like, happiness. Like, are you happy doing the thing that you wanted to do? Are you at the top of doing the thing that you want to do? Gertie, the mm-hmm. word was... Is your heart smiling? Literally, that's what, before you came here today... And how this ended up coming into fruition. Uh-oh. Gertie got a pet word. Not called a pet word. <laughs> Anyways, um, was us talking about, like, leaning into the things that make your heart smile. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't care what anyone else is going to say about it. I don't care if people have an opinion about it. Like, I'm going to do what makes my heart smile. And then, in two weeks, if I want to do it no more... I don't want to do no more. <laughs> like, right. And that is okay. Truth be, told, truth be told, like, you know, sometimes people got to r- wake up and smell the roses. Like, I mean, I really am living in that spirit right now, like, on that phase of, like, enjoying what's around me yeah. and counting my blessings. And I mean, literally, like, oh, man, <laughs> I woke up, got toothpaste. Got some eggs. <laughs> so look at these eggs. Thank you, God. I love, like, how, much we, you, I love that, how much we love eggs. <laughs> like, you know, I'm so like, Jarvis, but did you... <laughs> what? But did you bring your toothbrush? 
Yeah, I got my toothbrush. My you you, you, you know forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was tomorrow you have me saying like, oh God, look at that. Charles reminded me that I might not have a toothbrush. <laughs> like, look at me, I got a toothbrush. Yeah. That's a toothpaste now. Like, yo, count your blessings. I mean that. Like, I mean, that's that's what I'm on right now. This is so funny. We but are, go ahead. I, I think what is we, next on the agenda? Are we done with the agendas right now? I this mean, point? at this point, I mean, shout outs to this episode. Impromptu. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's been a great fun. conversation, honestly. It's, and we it's have been so good. much left to talk about. But I mean, we have what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do, so okay. On this podcast, we typically we typically start with scrolling and double tapping, talking about pop culture, things that are happening. I'm going to segue us into our next section, which okay. is always about what's on your playlist. So I'm going to just have us move in. Because okay. last episode, we didn't talk about what's on our playlist. Um, there's a lot of new... There's some new music out there. I don't mm-hmm. know what you listen to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. But um, <laughs> yeah, what are y'all listening to right now? Oh, I never <laughs> shared... Before exploding. y'all say... Before y'all say... I'm excited I never shared... I don't know how I feel about the vaccine. Jarvis is a hard no. Gia's a soft no. I think I'm a soft yes. <laughs> like, okay. I want to travel, and I feel like it's a part of my travel plans. Mm-hmm. And I work in education, and I feel like being in schools, it's going to be necessary for right. me to be vaccinated. So, he- not just to... So Gio yelled at me last <laughs> week. And he was like, it is, it's propaganda for the government to make you feel like it is your responsibility to get vaccinated. And then I was like, at first I was like, I don't think it's propaganda. And I was arguing. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, Jarvis, let me tell you the trigger words for me. She's like, I feel like it's the right thing to do. Mm. And I said, ooh, wait. Mm. I said, uh-uh. I don't Talk like, about it. Like, Talk about it. The right thing to do is like, don't feel that way. It's the the choice is... The right, right thing to do. Yeah, choice. your choice like, is the right. Yes, thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. Versus that's not like, always true though. Like, I feel like it's, she's like I feel like I take the vaccine is the right thing to do, and then I was like, yo, that's kind of like how propaganda kind of works. Absolutely, form to sit there and say like you know to subconsciously throw ideas like mm-hmm. the vaccine is the right thing to do when you know I'm not a fan of these celebrities and our you know you know people taking the vaccine and. On television, I, I'm not a fan of that. Too I would much. like to clarify my stance, please. And but those were just clarify two trigger stance. words. Two yeah, yeah but she said, she's right. yelling she said, at me. And propaganda is true because said, guess and what? Then, let me tell you the other trigger word. She said, "I feel like it's a civil duty." I said, "Civil what? Civil to what? Do what to civic do? duty? Was civic? The word he said civic. Oh, that says civil. It's like civic duty Same to thing. like <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> civil. No, it's just the same thing. But they're the same thing. Same thing. Okay, yeah. She's like, civil duty to, you know. (laughs) Sorry, now I'm not familiar with it. So they argue. (laughs) It was a civil duty to sit there. I'm like, yo, that's, boom, another trigger word for Mm -hmm. me. I was Mm -hmm. like, yo, sis, it's like, yo, there's still research. It makes you question, like, how did I come up to this decision? (laughs) Did I really make it? You know what I mean? And that was Gio's point. And so I would like to name I don't like shots. Mm-hmm. I don't care for vaccines. Unless like I don't. Alcohol. Like I said, I don't. I don't do the flu shot. I don't like vaccines. Like I, my family, you know, 
works, a lot of family have work in the medical field. And mm-hmm. if I don't have to get a vaccine to do something, like I won't. You know, speaking of which, shout out to your cousin, mm-hmm. the OBGYN. Yeah, yo, what's cra- you know, what's crazy? I would follow or see her stuff on yeah. TikTok, or, and I didn't even notice your cousin. Then you, you was like, Oh, shout out my cousin. I was like, yeah. Yo, I be watching her videos. That's you know, crazy. my aunts, the twins, yes, that's one of their daughters. That is crazy. Like, that's my cousin, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Yes, that's dope as hell. Oh, shout out to Dr. Fabian Achille. Come on, Dr. <laughs> Fabian. <laughs> You can follow her on Instagram and TikTok. She be dropping gems. Yo, too. she really do. I really like. I'm so happy with the work that she's doing. But she, to Gio's point, when Gio said, "Who has been sharing research?" She's been sharing research with our cousin chat. Um, but I don't like shots. I don't like the idea of vaccines. I do trust science. I do trust modern medicine. I don't trust. I agree with you that we don't know what's going to happen in mm-hmm. a few years. However. As someone who works in education, as someone who my job is a teacher coach, so I travel school to school, mm-hmm. I feel like, I do feel like it's the right thing to do because I've moved so much, but I also feel you like clarified it's, that but with I me also too, feel which, like it's well, the right, I feel you, I what, felt you when you said what you said, like, okay, for me, about my career, yes. it's mm-hmm. the right that thing to sense. do, yes. and I feel like it's the right thing to do to protect myself when I'm traveling school to school. Oh, so permanent. But now when we talk about like, but, should our parents take it? That's what let's, I let's, like. let's ask. No, no, no. Let's Go ask ahead. that. How permanent is your career? Education is permanent. Education is permanent. But the format that you're currently in. Not saying that you're thinking about quitting, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, anything like that. Not suggesting um, it. Being growth the, 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 the I, I don't know how permanent it is. Or like, what if you were to get a promotion and you're no longer remotely working around? Like, you're, right. you're more that's stationary. I, and, and that's why I have a timeline for when I want to take it. Okay. Like, I do have... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I got a trip planned for November. <laughs> Facts. And I... May take it before then if that's a requirement. Now, if, at exactly, that, point. that is my only. If if I can't travel until I get a vaccine, then I'm just get a vaccine. Yeah. Because guess what? Being covered means the same thing. Like whether I take this vaccine or not, I'm covered. And I'm exactly. nervous. I'm nervous but about. I'm waiting until I have to. But I'm waiting until I have to. to. Like yes. if they mandate it, until they you know uh, military police come to my door and say but you got it. Gotta, feels, it feels really uncomfortable at work. Even mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be covered. I'll be completely transparent. It feels very uncomfortable at work when everyone and then this is what Gio pushed me on, which I appreciated. It didn't sound like it probably at the time, but right. at work it feels very uncomfortable when all of my coworkers are like oh, cheering. Yes, the vaccine is ready. I'm going on Monday. I'm going on this day. And I'm just the, you know, there's two black people in my job that's just like. We waiting. I don't trust. Stand back. And I don't want to not take the vaccine just because I'm black. But I do have to acknowledge the government's history with black people and vaccines. Talk and about my it. my friends push me and they're like, you know. There's a lot of white people taking the vaccine too, and I'm like, yeah, but I, I just watched a lot of movies this summer and a lot of stuff where I'm just like reminded that we cannot ignore stuff that affects evidence. Stuff that yes. affects us I told don't myself always this. affect other people. Come yes. on, and, and you, mm-hmm. whatever. We that's yeah, a rabbit hole that we, we won't even get to the the playlist questions. And I don't have kids right now. Every, and I'll be, uh, just to add on to that, I don't have kids right now, and. I think about, and I'm already going to be... You do want kids, right? I do want kids. Come and on. so, I, I don't like to... Janae, my 
good friend Janae told me Shout not to, to Janae. use She was on the podcast She before. did She told me not to use this term But I am going to be a geriatric I am going to have a geriatric pregnancy mm-hmm. As far as what people Consider like, Consider Like right. I'm 30 My eggs are already starting to get old Like so at the end of the day I already I want to be in my best health My best shape possible mm-hmm. I don't know how the vaccine might play a role in that. Yeah. And that makes me nervous. If, if, more if than it was just about my it, life, then... sure. But if I'm thinking about my future children's right. life, that's where I get That's nervous. so funny. Do we I mean, not, know... not so funny, but I'm so grateful that the last time me and her got into this conversation that I could see the research that you put in within a day. <laughs> it's ridiculous. that um, The research that you put in and thought that you put into the conversation because... For me, it was a lot of just layman terms and keeping it basic. Like, yo, sis, like, you know, I, I mentioned historical his, uh, well, history. Well, in our conversation, I didn't, our- I didn't do research after that. I felt how I felt. What I was saying to you in that conversation was, I don't, the only thing I disagreed with was, I don't feel anyone is convincing me of this. No, sis, when I met was subconsciously, when, they, when you said those two um, trigger words, just... Off the basis of that, those words alone, in which I was, you know, trying to regurgitate to you uh, as we were talking about it, was the 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 idea that you're right in your civil duty to have to take this vaccine. And those words was like the idea of propaganda. Because propaganda is not very loud; it's subconscious. That you know, for you to I think that it was the right propaganda is so related to po- to po- to. Only political uh, moves, a political agenda. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't see the political side of you know, what you all were vaccines use a sense of promotion behind it, and that's that's kind of like the idea, or kind of like shifting your idea to believe in what they want you to believe would be how that that. I just didn't works. see the political side of me feeling how I. Felt. Probably again, mm-hmm. it's not just political. I think I think one of the biggest things to consider is like, do we know the implications yet? What happens if we do take this and what happens if we don't take it? And I don't think there's enough. And what most evidence. of the research shows is that what's worse is getting COVID is what the research shows. I, I mean, but if I'm being COVID honest, has a 99 point something uh, like recovery rate, not the new strands or well, we don't the know. mutation. Yeah, we, we don't know the mutation. So whatever, I but. mean. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I do I can't. say it because I don't want people to think like I believe COVID is one hundred percent real. Yeah. I, I mean, think I had COVID. You know what I mean? That's why I couldn't come to your birthday party. Right. right. <laughs> My aunt had COVID and it yeah. almost took her out. Like she was on her deathbed. You know what I mean? So I I know intimately from the experiences of those yeah. close to me that COVID is real. So I don't I don't disrespect it. You know what I mean? Um, yes. You know, or you know, in that sense, but. Yeah, vaccines, unless they're telling me it's that hard. I cannot travel, I can't leave the country. Yeah, that's Because, like, be I got too much stuff me. to do. You know what I mean? All but, right. and I was talking to one of my homegirls because she, um, one of my homegirls from Houston, and she was like, oh, yeah, I take, I, like, she's expecting right now. And she's like, her doctor was like, it, the ch- taking the vaccine while you're pregnant is so much better f- chance for you than. If you were to get COVID while you're pregnant. So she's like, yo, it's no hesitation for me. 
And then she also mentioned, but it's also no hesitation for me to take any vaccine. She's like, if mm. I want to go to Bali, they're like, take these three vaccines. She's like, whatever, I'm gonna take them. Like, she's like that. I'm yeah, hesitant man. about vaccines. Period. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, like except I, for like. I think when you're a child's firstborn and you give them like the polio, the measles, those are the ones mm-hmm. I feel. My good my about. my my thing is like you know I took myself out of it right because you know I'm thinking about you know uh, leave it to me. I feel like I felt this strand hitting the U.S. long before we actually knew when it did, and with that ideal, I think that most of us had it right, and maybe including most of us had what COVID. You think most of us had COVID? Yeah. You think most of us when you when you can you unpack that for me just for a little bit? Like I believe that if you know warrant between the times you either got tested or not, and between the times they told us it was here or not, I think you have either caught the flu and got rid of it, or maybe caught it again. Between the times you the said flu you got or po- COVID, COVID. Oh. I mean COVID. The the you know, and I. Between those times, those gaps, I think, like, you know, through the studies and how, you know, dramatically how fast he got to the U.S. and just kind of, like, conquered its way through, I don't think that people was doing enough of the protocols early enough and taking it serious enough for me to believe that most of us didn't have it, right? Like, I, like, I think all, uh, most of us had it. That's most is the number I'm at, right? I don't know where most is at. That's a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think most... I think most of the U.S. had it and um, either got rid of it or got through it. But I think the vaccine, right, it gets to the point where with that lack of information, how quick it spread and how other countries were able to, like, stop their progress from getting crazy. The vaccine just seems too sudden for me at this point. But I also... I don't feel like the vaccine is sudden because I feel like, like I said, we know how to make vaccines. So it's not... I guess, like, as someone who studied science, like, it's not preposterous to me that they made a vaccine this quickly. Um, I do think that if America could learn how to shut down for two weeks, for real, for real... Right, I just and we just couldn't. We just wouldn't stop. That's where my most is at. That's where my number is at. Where just the uh, the lack of people respecting the vaccine in itself, and so I don't understand what you're saying. I'm saying when I talk about the most, like how most of the country might have had it, I'm thinking about where it goes for my parents. Right, I'm not sure if they have it or not because I don't know when the last time they got tested. And I think about should they take the vaccine at their age. Just being that, you know, uh, diabetic and having. I mean, a I think they're the people that need to take it the most. See that, but that I, I don't know if I'm uh, uh, comfortable with them taking any more vaccines or anything of that. Well, because COVID, one of the the first things they ask you when you have it is, do you have diabetes? Right. Because what it'll do is, like, when one of my friends' dad got it, it shoots your sugar up. So if you have if you're diabetic, if you're overweight, if you're a lot of things, it's mm-hmm. that's the first thing. If you smoke, that's the first thing they ask you. Do you smoke? Are you diabetic? Like that's why in Houston, if your BMI is over thirty, you can get the vaccine because those okay. are the people it affects the most. So I I mean, 
Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's a hard yeah. call. That's the first it's, thing a, I, it's a hard call, but our parents are... That's why the first people who were able to get it were people who were 50, 65 and up. Then it became 55 and up. Then it became educators. Then it became... Because first responders. First responders and yeah, all Yeah, it's just some people that like have like come through and like have negative tests after COVID and have gotten negative tests. I know they feel like they shouldn't take the vaccine because they felt that they went through the process of staying healthy and they they trust the process. Yeah, the people who who've come what, back who who are fine. Yeah, like that's, I that's, like that's, I said that's what my word, you know, like maybe those people feel a little bit away about it cuz they feel like I am people you know, cuz because I've had covid, I I'm it. not afraid of covid, but when they talk Facts. about these new strands and they be making you lose your taste and your sense for longer cuz losing my sense of taste. You had that was the most miserable thing in the world. You couldn't taste anything? I couldn't taste anything. I bought Dutch pot one day, and the rice tastes like mush, like grits with no seasoning. It was the nasty, and I, I, I didn't <laughs> eat. I ate till I stopped feeling hunger pains and stopped. Because wow. I was like, it's unenjoyable. I did not know that. It was, it's... it's, it's, it's have you contracted COVID? I did not, by the oh. grace of God. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Um, did you recover? <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't say this jokingly, but I think that has to be a. I, I don't. I don't want to be rude to people that have other like impairments, like people who are mm-hmm. people that are blind or and stuff like that. But like not being able to taste, not because I'm a chef, but like. It defeats the purpose of food being what food is <laughs> yeah. if you cannot taste it. So now I'm literally eating because I have to, you know, I have to live because if I don't eat food, I'll die. But it's not an enjoyable experience. And that takes away the purpose of food. It's actually nasty. It's Yeah. It feels nasty. It's like, hey, let me why tell you am how, I putting this mush? Let me tell you how bad, let me tell you how bad the sense of taste is for us. We have found better water between water. Like we have found, though, yo, this water tastes better. And then, than can you this imagine? Water. You and water got to be the ultimate. You like, can't smell or taste. Yeah, it's, uh. it's man. What an what an impairment. Yeah, because they work together. Yeah, and it's people terrible. don't. People, okay. First of all, that's and a whole other conversation. Person started smelling their own stuff when people started saying they can't smell. Like, I just feel grateful. Like, I've done yeah. it at least twice. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> people don't realize that eighty percent of what you smell is what you taste. Yeah, mm-hmm. like people don't understand. Like ears, ear, nose, throat, it's, it's all connected, right? You go to an ENT specialist. So what you're tasting, a lot of it has to do with your breathing, which you know the the the, the notes bouncing off of your tongue, going into your nose, and coming back into your mouth. Yo, That's how have- you actually taste. But a lot of people don't know that. So for you to not be able to taste and not be That's able why to smell, your yo, nose if you're trying to eat something or take medicine or something it, nasty, it, covering your nose actually works. Yeah, yo, I just watched a study like recently that said um, uh, they had people in a room. And they put them in the dark and had them eat steak and fries. Oh man, I, have you and guys ever done that? Eating in the dark places like that here. Oh, you guys got to do it. Been. You got to do it. It makes the food so much better, right? Oh my god! Well, let me tell you what they did as a switch. So they ate the steak and the fries like this, you know, delicious. They turned on the lights. The steak was purple and the fries are green. 
Some people couldn't st- half, like majority of them couldn't stomach it, or like just thought it was nasty, thought they were being punked and the whole nine. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about senses being like intertwined with what you eat, that steak could be delicious, but once you see what you're eating or things mm-hmm. of that nature, it we just don't goes a whole long don't, way. Or then with your senses of what you know. Yeah, how many things can y'all not eat because of how it looks? Like I can't. We eat do not realize you can't eat crawfish. Uh, how much our senses play into food. Like there's a, a famous chef in, in in England. I forget his <laughs> name. But like, I'm sorry, Char. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about a story where Gertie went to go eat so crawfish. So you're probably traumatized because you. Could. I try. I mean, if someone Jar, how you feel about crawfish? It is what it is. Let's do it. Yeah, look, I mean, you, you ate a whole shrimp before. I don't eat the shrimp with the head. You can't do the shrimp with the head? Like, if I ever go to a seafood boil, I'd be like, shrimp with no head. So, if you saw shrimp with the head, you not messing with it? Oh. Oh, I'm shaking my head now. What about lobster? Yeah, a whole lobster. Boom. Call it. There you go. I'm I'm more of a lobster tail kind of girl. (laughs) (laughs) Can't crack over your whole lobster? Mm. You know, what about chicken? What about it? (laughs) Yeah, what about chicken? Yeah, I I can eat like a Cornish hen. I'm saying, but have you ever seen a, a chicken with like with its feet and head still on it? Yeah. You gotta, oh, yeah, no, I'm not eating you it. Cut off. Not eating if that. I watch the chicken get killed, I'm not eating it. What? First of all, that's your pet. That's fucked up. That's <laughs> not your pet. That is not your pet. That's terrible. Yo, and, you know what's great? Like, every time, like, we have pivoted into now a food conversation, yes. which is mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. And we need to get. But we need to get to the. To the playlist, so right? Yes. Well, let's circle back. So yes. I just had to leave my two bits on the vaccine. I'll keep y'all updated. On my bad. Yeah. We if I the get vaccine, the vaccine, mm-hmm. I feel like if anyone gets it out of this group, I'll be first. So I'll let y'all know if it happens. Um, you getting me to soft? Just yes. Look, whatever you Johnson do, on don't get no. the Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> They're baby powder. Causes cancer, so <laughs> we can't Johnson trust them. Johnson, man. We used to love, one, but man. they were canceled. We're gonna talk about cancel culture next episode. Ooh, they were, uh, cancel, uh, listen, Ooh, no, they just mind. their their products just have are just terrible. Cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so is Gerber baby, yeah, or Gerber. Gerber is racist, dude. By the way, I was no, a Gerber no, no, baby. No, not racist. I don't racist at all. Johnson and Johnson is not racist. White companies. I think I think Johnson and Johnson got they had to. Deshelve some stuff because it had given it was harmful. people. It was yeah. harmful to people. So I don't trust their vaccine. Um, and not that all white companies are racist. I just I sometimes just wonder if you love us. Go ahead. So let's talk about what's on our playlist. We'll Come do on. this quickly. Yeah. What are y'all listening to these days? Never would have made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I, pre- <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard. The song the producer just played. Maybe you'll hear it in the post that it's. According to Gio, um, it never would have made it by Fred Hammond. <laughs> First of all, that's ridiculous. Don't let y'all bring that up. It was the way it happened. Yeah, it I mean, well, I, yeah, I, 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 I think I'll start it. on it. I, I got two songs. Okay. That's in rotation right now, okay. and it's. Only I feel two like everybody songs. gonna say want to say the same song. Go ahead. Okay, so the first song. Uh, I'll just get it out of the way because it's not as important as the, sec- uh, the, the other one. So uh, this song, shout out to Jonas because it's his favorite song right now and he got me kind of hooked on it. But 
She's a runner, she's a track star. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She gonna run away when it get hot. Yeah. Hey. That Mooski. And I love the 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 <laughs> Oh wow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the ad libs for me that that To that, me it's how deep the song is. I mean the song does have like such a poetic kind of like never met a track definite. star woman. Not like a, a real no, no, track no, no. star. Listen. Not no Allison Felix. But it like ain't just <laughs> women who are track stars. Yeah. I believe in this, you know, this whole another conversation. I think men are more track stars than women are. Oh, absolutely. I know. I I, I identify myself in that. When things get like, I'm out. I'm walking yeah, away. Man. I'm running away I, from the situation. I used, to, I used so, to have a problem with like cutting things off. Like when I knew it wasn't good. Like mm-hmm. I, I, when I think about my to past, I always used to feel like, yo. I don't even know how. Gio never has never broken up, broken up with somebody. Yeah, it's like you know, it was so much easier even to when get he needed to, with, or like yeah, yeah, and I would find a way to be a track star and just kind of just run away from it. I mean, I had to like. Face I feel like that you do the opposite. I feel like you're not a track star. What? No, running, wait, wait. When things get hard, you stick around. You know, you don't run away when things get hard. Well. If I don't know how to break up with things, so like sometimes relationships have failed or like dropped. Some people be like, "How y'all broke up?" Like I kind of like ran away. Like it was the ignoring. It's like kind of like mm-hmm. just running away from mm-hmm. it. Like not trying to face the music. But yeah. I feel I like overall you're a fighter, though. No like, man, no. I. You're an no. avoider. Like okay, that's so where I feel like a. Track you do star. avoid, but I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't know if that's a check sign. Runner? Like, I nah. mean, I'm talking about people thought I moved. <laughs> it, was like, it was like I had to get up out of there. Like, I mean, You're I, I never had to say those lover words. boy. Got <laughs> <laughs> messed up. So no. <laughs> the 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 but other I mean, song. I oh, obviously you. Do you be accidentally in relationships? Yeah. <laughs> Accident. Yo, I don't know. That's the thing. And sticking through things and not being able to break up with things. Is I've like had accidental it. girlfriends. It's kind of so such sure. a bad place to yeah, be. Yeah, it's at. real toxic. It's real toxic. Like <laughs> yo, I, this shit is whack, kid. But you know what? <laughs> this this next song is is gonna be good for you. Yes. So I primarily listen to worship music, right? Um, but I do listen to other kinds. But I, I probably I stick with it. But there's this one song by what may be my favorite worship group right mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. It's called Maverick City Music, <gasps> and so I, I love everything that they produce. I love what they stand for. Um, they're very similar to like House Fires and. You know, I all these embassy, all these familiar. different groups, right? But like, Maverick City listen. Music, guys, listen. I just got put listen, on. Listen, Maverick City Music, volume one, two, three, and then three, part two, and then all their singles. But there's a song right now called, um, it's called Jubilee. Okay. And the song is sung Ooh, by I know that song. three people, um, but I guess more notably, Naomi Rain. And the song talks about jubilee which for those who don't know that is celebrated every seven years or every 50th year and it's basically coming out of bondage it's like you you receive the reward of freedom and what comes attached to it so the song is basically saying like you know we're about to live and see the fullness of liberty and freedom in christ and you know like you know like the man who was delivered we're going to shout it to the world or the woman who was who was cleansed by the garment of his hymn, you know, we're going to be clean now. And like, it goes into this bridge that talks about like, our hope is in Christ. Our hope is in Jesus. And like, he is the hope. Mm. And that song had me in boo hoo. 
boohoo tears. Nice. Because when I think about like my journey and uh, my relationship with God, and when I think about like what I know He's going to bring me out of, like the only way to describe that is Jubilee. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it was it was almost like the song in itself is prophesying to me of what my future is like. Like I would not be in bondage to the things that I struggle with, to the strongholds in my mind and all these different things. Like I'm going to be set free. So I listen to that song literally every day. It's been on repeat. Probably like basically the only song I've been listening to for a long time right wow, now. So. Dog. But yeah, check out Maverick City Music. They have just... Yo, classics on top of classics. Gotta, what's what's your those. favorite Mavericks? As you say, you've been no, put no, on. No, no, no. I got excited, but I realized I mixed the name. They have the same initials. Oh. <laughs> it's Molly Music. Oh, Molly Music. Molly yeah, yeah. Music. Yeah, yeah. That, he's that he's a dope artist. Give me. Yo. With Kirk Franklin is like the song that has been on repeat for me. So mm-hmm. I got excited because I was like, oh, I just heard of them, but I was like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> it was Molly Music, not Maverick City Music. But uh, I want to check out this Jubilee song, but the Molly music is super, super dope. Kirk Franklin gets on my nerves. Why? Oh, we not about to do this. Which and he's a legend. He's a legend. He is a legend. What does what Kirk Franklin does not do for you right now? Kirk Franklin. I saw him in a church. Is it because he day. can't sing? Because that's Gio's beef. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't mind nothing. Like, if. You make fun of him that he can't sing. No, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. I know he has composer. That man is. His arrangements. Gio's joke used to always be like, I bet people don't even realize that he don't sing. And I'm like, oh, that's true. I ain't noticed that till like last year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Kirk Franklin does sing, but his arrangements, his compositions, his music, his writing. But what's your beef? My beef is is his ambiguity. Um, I don't think Kirk Franklin stands up as much gospel music that he makes, right? As much Christian music that he makes, he does not stand up for the whole gospel. I uh. think I think uh Kirk Franklin has been compromised in a lot of different ways. You know what? I kind of I, okay, I let me can I can I interject for just a second? Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I know where you're going with this, right? I have also felt that he was born getting and but I don't want that to be confused for losing your way within the gospel with him adjusting to this world. And what I feel like that's what I see. I see him adjusting and being more so like him showing love, like it's kinda like how I feel about Michael Todd. As a pastor. Love Michael Todd. I love Michael Todd, but Michael Todd looks like an originator of it. It looks like Kirk Franklin's trying to be like a Michael Todd. And I, it, it's so, that's where, no, that's not where we're going with no, this? No, 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 not at all. Because that's what it looks like. It, when there's, say, there's, no, there's nothing wrong. Like the reason, I think what, what makes Mike Todd so brilliant is that I believe from what, you know, just what I watch, he, for the most part, he's uncompromising when it yeah. comes to the gospel. He preaches it. As it needs, he preaches 100%. Bible, right? And but he gives it to us in such a fresh and relatable way that we can receive yeah. it. Almost so he takes yeah. he takes deep things and he he simplifies them so that we can digest them for the but seasoned he's very believer. Objective. Yeah, and and, and, and then for Kirk the baby Franklin Christ. At the no, same Kirk, time. What I'm saying about Kirk Franklin, Kirk Franklin is taking biblical principle and saying that it's not biblical. Like what? You, give me an example. Because for example, well, one of the biggest things Kirk Kirk Franklin doesn't think that homosexuality. Oh Lord, we just used that word. Yeah, (laughs) Kirk Franklin doesn't think that homosexuality is a biblical sin. 
don't he doesn't think believe that. He, no, he said it. He said it out his mouth. I I, I like, have not he, seen that myself. He, I, I, I will pull it up. And he he literally said he like I have a lot of gay friends and blah blah. I don't think. You, listen, when you start to preach your opinion and not the Bible, we have a problem. I disagree that that is what his message is. I think. How Kirk? You saw it too, as well. I, I don't know specifically what you might have seen, like you, you or what not might have what you watched. Mm-hmm. I've heard him talk about homosexuality you in have. a different way, and I feel and what like he, what, what do you think he says about? That? I think he he doesn't mean that they're they can't people who are homosexual people who are homosexual cannot be followers of Christ. I, I think he doesn't think that that's true, and I agree with that. Like, I don't think people who are homosexuals cannot be followers of Christ. I don't think trans men and women cannot be followers of Christ. I don't think that that is true. I think that, and I agree with Kirk Franklin in that sense. I don't think that that means that it's not a sin. I just don't think that that means that you can't be a follower of Christ. Nobody who is living in unrepentant sin is a follower of Christ. That doesn't mean, whether it's homosexuality, whether it's uh, adultery, Whatever it is, if you're living in an unrepented lifestyle, meaning you have accepted it, this is what you do, you have no qualms about it, as much as we, you could read the word. The Bible talks very plainly about like, you know, there many people say, I prophesied in your name and I, I've spoken to the nations of your, of your name. And he will say, get away from me, evildoer, I never knew you. Like, we have this, I don't know, idea that we could live however we want to live. And, and because we like read our word and we go to the, we go to church and we love God, you know, from our own understanding that we're following Christ, but God would literally say like, you never follow me because if you did, you would allow my Holy spirit to fill you up. And if you, if you allow that to happen, then what's holy, what's unholy and impure would not be mixed into what's holy. So, I don't know. But I don't can I know. say something? Okay, like, and, and and just being in the middle, right? Just I'm just throwing some. Oh, this is a bad word to use. But I say playing the devil's advocate, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> I just see somebody post about like, that. I think it was yeah. DeAndre. She was like, "Why are people so like? Why do people want to be the devil's advocate? Yeah. Like, why do you want to work for the devil? The, <laughs> why do you want to speak on behalf of the yeah. devil? Well, I've always hated that phrase. Yeah. Like, I never. I, I took it for. What I didn't it hate was, it until like a few years ago. To me, like, to oh, me, that's terrible. Is that right? <laughs> but just being a fan of just like just commentary and, and uh, analyticals and things of that nature when they say that they're just trying to be in the objective if yeah, yeah, not, yeah, there's yeah, not one objective. right yeah, of course and so like you know I never even heard it like that you know like devil's advocate well, I kind of understood the well, meaning the, more than the anything. problem is that sometimes people say it to actually say their own opinion yeah that's uh, a problem yeah, yeah me me <laughs> That's what that needs a bomb. That needs a bomb. <laughs> do it. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Because she hit my bombs. Facts, Gertie, that is facts. Sometimes people just want to say their own opinion. If that's how you feel, just say that. Just say that's how you feel. feel. Yeah. But they play devil's advocate. Yeah, no, no, nigga, you got. I mean, facts. I will <laughs> never. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't say that. <laughs> he said, nigga. This is a, this is a child friendly show. <laughs> Pastor no, Shelby. Not, <laughs> not. We actually kind of dang. In here, but we love God. But let me tell you, <laughs> let me playing that role right as the op. Uh, as I op. say this. You just identify as the op. <laughs> just because I, I mean, no, I don't want to be a devil's advocate. I just was confused. So let me choose the best here. Both. The, uh, yeah. Anyways. Thanks. <laughs> um. 
being nepotist, right? So I am being a balance between both y'all views, right? Where Gertie is at that she believes that people in that, you know, situation can be still uh, followers of Christ. And where you're at, like, if you're in that situation, no, there's impossible because we're not talking about situation and sexuality. We're talking about just living in that sin and accepting that, right? And mm-hmm. I say that there's a lot of people who are followers of Christ who live in their sin mm-hmm. and and move in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And they're still learning and they're letting God just work their way in. Right. So there's still gay people out there, right? Mm-hmm. That who are just letting God work in their ways. And I feel like ultimately his answer to them will be his answer to them, right? Like just let's just say if we never know where the, the stoppage goes. And I just when I do believe, right, that the Bible has ways, so many different messages that there's no man that can conquer that book. There's no man that can have all the answers and break down that book unless, like, you know, you was there, which none of us are were there, to break down that book for all of us to understand it in its entirety. But so with so many different messages about us being sinful people as it is and that Jesus has made a path to God a little bit easier to be able to talk to him and mm-hmm. be forgiven. Why is it not that all, you know, all sinful people can still be in Christ, let it be that you're gay or even... he's saying it's about the repentance. The key, the key, exactly, that's the key. Right, but so... If, if like, let's say there's a... Um, uh, an adulterer, like someone, they're 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 cheating on their spouse, their their husband or wife, right? Um, and they're 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 in a, a extramarital relationship. That is biblically unsound, right? That is a sin. That's that's the sin that says adultery is like is it calls for murder according to Leviticus, right? But the the point of it is that if a person is living in that without conviction and without repentance like they're they're doing it they know it's wrong it is what it is that's just how they're living then you you have you've like kind of walked away you've turned away not that you can't not that you can't get back but you have you have decided to walk against god you have walked out of the direction of where god is leading you however if you are in that situation but you're struggling there's a there's a fight there. There's there's a conviction. You you're like Lord, forgive me. I, I keep messing up. Blah 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 blah. Like he honors that. If there is a homosexual person and they want to change their life and they're working with, they're literally hand in hand working with God and they're saying, you know, Lord, I don't want to live this way anymore. Uh, but I'm struggling. Like I, I I do want to continue living this way. Blah blah. Like if they're honest with God and there's a struggle and they're being they're being open and transparent and honest about it. Like God honors that. But more often than not. We're living in our whatever that we live in. If we choose to live a certain way and we like you said, like people like give their own opinions to things mm-hmm. and and like I can't you know, you were I think this was offline. We were talking offline, about it. you I were saying that. how like people will like give their own interpretations to justify whatever they're whatever they think, whatever they do, however they live. Right. And a lot of people do that. They're like, oh. You know, I could live this way. I can do this, and I can think this, and still be a Christian. Or I could do this and still be this. And it's like, no. And I think I think and non-believers feel that way. I think non-believers feel like uh, 
And I, I have no ways of feeling any way, you know, personally to them. But I, I watch non-believers uh, seem to adjust the laws of the land, mm-hmm. the things mm-hmm. that are supposed to be right, and just to be able to accept whatever they want to do. So let it be like, you know, just you want to just drink and be lit and all that. You want no like nobody to stop you from that life. I see that's where I see from non-believers to want to believe in something else that allows it. I just don't. I think the thing that I grapple, the thing that I grapple with is like. With my gay friends, I'm going to be very just like clear and transparent. Mm hmm. My gay and my trans friends who believe in God and who believe in Christ, like, who are good people, who give back to, like, who, 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 who are good people. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't even have to name their acclimates. Like, they who are good people. I just, from the God that I've studied mm-hmm. and the God who I have, mm-hmm. like, learned to build relationship with and love. I just don't see a world where these good people are at the gates of heaven and God's like, no. Not see, right. now Listen, that's no. where, okay. I, I get, hold on. I get what, I, that, see, y'all got excited. <laughs> and I get, and I get, yeah. Uh, uh, well, actually, go ahead. Yeah, I'm in the middle with I that. I've know. had this debate with it. her and that's where we were talking about even earlier off that there's certain laws that can't be bent, but I also... Uh, believe that what what Jesus died for was what he already saw. He saw the land of the world. So that's where I'm at and still studying is that he's seen what he saw and like and I think that he saved who he saved when he died. And then you know because he's he's he died for us to have that Convenant with God, uh, with God to be able to be saved for repenting for our sins. Mm-hmm. I think we all struggle with our sexuality. Period. So I think people who pray off their sins might not necessarily know what they're feeding or getting from God at the same time. So let it be from gay people, right? When I we had this conversation about do they pray their sexuality off, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think straight people also struggle with what God wants from our sexuality as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Perversion is on both sides of it. So we're all living in that. that but to an extent, most people who I know who have premarital sex, for example, mm-hmm. don't repent every time they have premarital sex. No. Absolutely. Absolutely what? That, that they, they, don't. they don't. That they don't. Right. right? Yes. So they live in that life. They've accepted that life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just how I said what I said earlier, I don't see them... Getting to the gates of but heaven. See, and Jar is about to tell you that. If they so here's a, here's here's the truth, right? I, there's, I mean, this is, I believe, a whole nother episode or conversation or whatever, right? Um, but we fail to we have a false depiction of God. Like we think that Jesus is like, yes, he's love, but his love is terrifying. Like he talked about. Hmm. For, for, <laughs> That's the first time I ever heard you say that. We so do say his love not, is terrifying. His love what is terrifying. People do not understand that God has standards and God accepts things and he denies things. He says that it's my desire that no man perish, but we we've seen historically in the Bible that God doesn't always get his desires. Like it wasn't his desire to 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 burn down an entire city like Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. That wasn't his was. desire. Mm-hmm. But God ain't to be played with. 
because yeah. he's just. You know what I mean? And and once he once he calls judgment on a thing, it is what it is. So I think that we need to have a more realistic view of who God is. Because yes, grace is sufficient. Yes, he forgives us. But if we constantly deny him by our actions and stuff like that, it you know, like it's 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 spoken, it's written, or whatever the case may be. However, God has, because of what Jesus did on the cross, we always have a way back. Always. So, but, but so the next part. If you don't acknowledge part, it, then what happens? If you don't acknowledge it, then that's the conversation that you're going to have to have with, with God because he's going to okay, have to so judge that it. puts people but, who are homosexual on the same, according to your, what you're saying, on the same playing field as someone who's having, who's listen, having sex every people, night. They, okay, that, I, I'm glad you're saying this. Mm-hmm. People think. And they misquote scripture all the time because context is everything. Right. People say all sins weigh the same. That is a lie. Yeah. I, I mean, the Bible is, tells that us straight up that true. sins weigh differently. I did study that. Like blasphemy is a sin that is unforgivable. People, people like that lets us know already that all sins aren't weighed the same. Um, I did. You wow. know, I the Bible tells you so. Yeah, but there's so there many different, things on that list. I mean, there's so many different things. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what it is. Like our our good deeds isn't going to get us into heaven because our right. good deeds isn't what got us His grace. Like we were just having this conversation, grace yeah. is unmerited, it's undeserved, and it's unearned. Okay. We did nothing, and we can do nothing. We could do nothing to get His salvation, but 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 accept it. We didn't earn His salvation. We didn't earn His forgiveness. We didn't we didn't do anything to for for God's love. He loved us. Before we, we were spoken into, it. we don't we don't have oh. to work for his love. That's that's the thing that's so hard for people to understand. Like, oh, so it's just given to you? Yeah, it's just given to us. It's free. Oh yeah, free ninety nine. Yeah, free ninety nine. That's what we were talking. Yeah, that, however, I understand. My bad. You know what I'm saying? So, I lost you. I lost like, you. You lost me. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Being living in whatever the sin is, living in that lifestyle of sin. Like once your sin becomes a lifestyle, we're gonna always live in sin because we were born and shaped by iniquity. That's what the Bible tells us. Our flesh will always defy the things of the spirit. Until we die and separate from our flesh, we're going to always struggle, which means we're going to always fall short, which is why the Bible says that our righteousness is like a filthy rag, right? However, when we become, uh, have a reprobate mind about the, the sins that we partake in, that it becomes a lifestyle, all that, that grace and, and salvation and mercy and loving kindness, it goes out the window until you come back. Until you can verbally say, like, Lord, I, the, I, believe in my, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and he died for our sins. That does not mean that you live a unsinful life. Right. Well, you try to, you try but you're to. going to, you're going to mess up. Exactly. You and know what so I mean? I feel like regardless of someone's sexual orientation, but that's, mm, that's messing up doing. periodically. But that's the difference. Like, let's say you go down the street and, you know, uh, a person does something to you. You get angry. You curse them out. You get all belligerent. You get out of character. Like, that's not who you are. You don't live like that, but you, you got into that moment. Like, somebody pulled that out of you, right? Yeah. And then you, like, you feel bad. You're like, you know, God, forgive me. I shouldn't have done that. Like, that's, that's not representation of your character, your fruit, who you are, blah, blah, blah. But, like... That's a there's a difference between a situation bringing you bringing something out of you that shouldn't be versus you just living and being that way. 
But you sometimes I mean? you don't even know that your being is that. That's true. That's true. That's where I'm at. Where that's it's like true. God might be working with your heart, like, and He might have the ultimate answer. If, if, at the end of the day, there's, there's, just, there, there's so many. Like, there are so many layers to it because you know, can God somebody does, like die again, go to heaven. Is that what I mean? Is here's here's something that I struggle with, right? A a, a person. Could be a murderer, like literally, like mur- a serial killer, right? Kill thirty. Think about Ted Bundy. Let's use Ted Bundy as an example. Facts. Ted Bundy, Great Bundy killed a lot of numerous women, women. Yeah. numerous women, right? Um, Great. And too. on his deathbed, like this man lived an entire he lived an entire life that did not uh, glorify God. He, he murdered people. He did all these different things. But on his deathbed, he could find God. He could repent. He can turn his life around. And guess what? He, by the Bible, he can make it to heaven. But then I asked myself, what about a person who lived, saved their whole life? And yeah, they made mistakes. Or like, let's say a, a woman who was a virgin, right? She was a virgin and she was living holy and she's saved and she, she's following Christ and she repents and she lives a repentant lifestyle. And then she decides that she, she just can't take it anymore and she's going to have sex. She's going to have premarital sex. She's going to fornicate and she dies in the act of having sex. Is she going to hell? I ask that all the time because it's like, that, that's what. If I die in sin, if I die in the act of sin, but my life showed that I was following God. Because I've definitely been that person that drank drunk before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've <laughs> so done that's that. what I and I shouldn't about. have made it. And, home. I, and I, this mm-hmm. is when I believe that this is when I believe God measures the heart because He ha- we have to answer for all things. But I think there's a difference between being caught in the act of sin and living in the act of sin. It's two different worlds. Oh. Cause I was, I you know, I was about to, you know, I was about to hit you in the head with it, but you already answered the question I yeah. had because that's exactly where I was going with that. Like, you know, there's people who, and I think that as a straight man, I still pray about what I do with in my relationship and things of that nature. But we've had a and, conversation. And you say have. you don't that necessarily like you don't feel guilty or feel conviction by having premarital sex. I do often think about I. I no, that's not where I went with it. I said I didn't before, but you you gotta understand that you pray for everything you want him to be, like or he wants you to be. So of course that you pray for you know what he wants for me and my relationship, my sexuality, or things of that nature. Are you talking about your sexuality or your sexual orientation? Sexual? No, no, no. Sexual. My sexual endeavors with me and my girlfriend, like whatever I do, you know, sexually or from here on out, let it be. Should we stop? Should we things of that nature? I'm still working on that. I'm working in progress. I'm just being an open book. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, like, you know, but there's things that I still pray about. Like, you know, the struggle with even, you know, uh, I had a situation with me and watching porn. I used to think it was just a cool thing to do. You'd share with your homeboys, like, yo, pinky's lit. And I had to sit there and struggle with that a few times and, like, had to sit there and be like, yo, it's ridiculous. Yo, yeah, porn is, is one of the most disgusting things we can... If people realize what porn was and the, 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 the spirits that are activated in watching porn, we would stop. We would stop. Incubus and succubus is real. You ever, you ever, you ever experience uh, sleep paralysis? Yeah. You know what that is? Yes. I mean, well, no, to an extent, tell me about like it. Yeah, what, yeah. I know... 
how it feels. Even yeah, even atheists, even atheists who they don't believe in God, right? They don't believe in the things of the spirit. But atheists who study this type of stuff, they said that there's like it's almost, they they call it paranormal activity. Like there's another force. There is a a synthetic force outside of the uh, orthodox world that is interfering with the narrative world, right? Or the object, the objective world, which is like the tangible things, versus the narrative world, which are things of the spirit. So people who don't even believe in God would say, oh, "Okay, that's that's demonic." Like sleep paralysis is straight up one thousand percent demonic. It's very it's different from lucid dreaming. And all it's 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 demo- there's a Break presence on top feels, of you. Maybe I'm getting different sleep. Life. You ever been in your sleep? Mm-hmm. And you feel like you can't get up. You can't get up. Like you're, you're trying aware. To wake up. You're, you're, open you're trying eyes. to open your eyes. You can and eat sometimes, sometimes depending you on see you can see things. You can hear things. Yeah. It's it's a it's a scary moment. It's very scary. Yes, the only time I've ever felt that way was I it happened to me a few times when I was living in Houston and I had never experienced it before. And I was just like, I see a figure and it's very scary. It's very dark. It looks like the Grim Reaper. And mm-hmm. it's like Whole, basically standing over you mm-hmm. and you like can't wake up. It's the scariest thing. Yeah, I had oh y'all making my heart race. I had it when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. I used to try to I couldn't be able to explain it when I was younger. I thought it was from eating McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I had it like I used to feel like, you know, sometimes I used to go into the same dream a few times. Had to walk through walls, had to like really like face the dream. I used to think that was part of it. Because like yo, I can't wake up from these moments. Mm-hmm. It's different and when then, it's a dream, like a dream that you're actively I know. in. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And then there's moments where I'm trying to open my own eyelids. Like I feel like my own fingers are trying to open my own <laughs> eyelids, and I still can't get up from it. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to open my eyelids. You just go to places like trying to like stretch your eyes away. Like you're like, what is going on? Those moments were real when I was a little bit younger, but it has happened for me for a long time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So this time's where I wake up from dreams now. I'm like, yo, God, come on, let me have a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna transition us. I would love to hear from oh, somebody man. in the future, in the future episodes, somebody who is, you know, a member of the LGBTQ plus community to come share. Like, who is someone who is from that community who, and. I, I can't say, like, from that community because ally is a part of that community and I identify as an ally. And I would love to hear them as a believer of Christ, a follower of Christ, share their perspective. I think that we're leaving here kind of, what's the word? Like, it's not a place to, like, agree or disagree. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I guess it is agree to disagree. <laughs> like it's, Sometimes I feel like this think, question is asked when I think about what we're going through, right? I'm like, Am I wrong for feeling this way, right? So I'm mm-hmm. asking you as a question, am I wrong for feeling like because of maybe the sins that I've committed that when you say that gay people, not, not you didn't say per se that gay people, but just anybody with their sexuality who are in conviction or, or feeling that way, mm-hmm. and but their falls are Christ, that I, am I wrong for feeling that because of the ways of my sin, that maybe there's not a heaven for me because I felt like I've been in so much convictions to sins as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think I get what you're asking. Like, yeah, threw me off. Yeah, it, <laughs> threw you off. Yeah. Well, it's I you're saying I like, it real. let me keep it real. I guess I, I was beating around the bush. I feel like we get to a place where it's like you know because being gay is blasphemy that there's um, there's not a place for them in heaven. 
and I'm asking. Anything that I don't think that. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of like thinking Clearly like my brand, but, <laughs> but let's let it be. No, no, I didn't say that neither. <laughs> I, but there's a way that I mean I know the law of the land, and I'm still but at a place where I'm reading John. I just finished reading John. I'm on like you know Mark right now. I'm about to read Revelations, but still. I'm still new to the Bible, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing the ways I'm supposed to be with grace and forgiveness with mm-hmm. everybody in the world, mm-hmm. and being in the image of God. But then it seems like they're not forgiven, right? And I'm like, well, then what? What about me, who's mm-hmm. been my whole life been horrible, and I'm still working a work in mm-hmm. progress, and I don't know if I'll ever be fixed. That is such a a, a raw question, and it's. It's layered, so I'm, I'm gonna try to answer it in layers. Um, when it comes to when it like specifically about the LBGT community, um, like I know that I'm called to that group, right? There's an assignment that God has given me to that group. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not an I'm not an ally, but I'm also not. I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a I'm an enemy to the kingdom that they're subjected under, but I'm not. I'm not an enemy to the people that are in it, because it is my it is my duty to to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. And then, like God has literally commissioned and charged me to speak the gospel in that community, specifically the men, specifically the men. So one of the things that I had to learn to that I I, I mean I just recently had this prayer like last this following Sunday. Um, and I was like, Lord, give me the heart to love these people because I can't, I can't come at them crazy and think that they're going to hear anything about God. Like that's right. just not going to happen. That, yes. you know what I mean? And we were talking about that, like uh, approach and, and the way that you prepare a thing. Like Jesus was so crafty with his words. He, he yes. could rebuke you, but <laughs> yes. like you, you don't even know you was getting rebuked. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Or he could tell you the truth and it's just like, it was palatable and to the sense that you can hear it and digest it. So I think that's one of the things. But as far as what you were talking about as like your sins, like your sins don't cancel you out. And that's such a hard thing to to navigate through because I think about that too. Like I'm mm-hmm. so flawed, right? And right. I'm learning about like I was talking to Gerthy offline about like this process of unbecoming. And like a part of that is like the awareness of the things that are unlike God that are in me. And I never want to present myself like I'm holier than thou, right? Because like there are things that I truly struggle with. Like in my walk, and I'm a, and I'm a mature Christian, if you, will. you know, I'm, I'm a mature yes. kingdom citizen, but I still deal with things like pornography and lust right. and and all these different things, all these different things. But does that negate or disqualify me to preach the gospel? No, no, absolutely not. That's does how it, I feel. Does it negate me talking about Christ? No, because it's not about me. It's not about me. It's how how beautiful is it to say that, yo, listen, I struggle with this and this is why I can empathize with you on this level because these are this this is something I've either overcome by the grace of the Holy Spirit or I'm struggling with and I'm praying to overcome by the grace of the Holy Spirit, but well, God will still use me. God will yeah, like he still use he's still using you. You know what I mean? Like we cannot have this mindset that we have to be Totally healed, totally delivered, totally set free, totally, completely, perfectly saved, because that's never the case. Yes. Like, you're always going to be working. The Bible says we are supposed to work out our salvation. You're going to always be working out your salvation. 
And the moment that you think like you saved and you got it, that's the moment you start like really like. But then, then that kind of brings me back to how maybe they might feel or how God might be working and speaking through them. He could like, be. I just, I, he could be, and we'll never know. But if God is, sense. but if God is speaking to you, and if God is working on you, there is evidence of that. If God yeah, is, yeah, but evidence it doesn't look one way. Evidence so in that example, way, it does look one way. Because if God is talking, like the Bible is very clear, like to say that there's a, a, a space in heaven for homosexuals, it's not my opinion, it's not my thoughts, it's not my affections, but the Bible says very clearly who's making it in heaven and who's not. If you want to argue with somebody, argue with the Bible. The Bible says, these people will not make it into the kingdom of God. And homosexuals is one of those people. I need to see it written in plain sight. Oh, I, you know he might pull it up. Oh, I can pull and, it up. He can pull it up, and we can. I, I tried to segue off of this, and then Gio. Oh, my, yeah, he kind of brought it. And Gio brought it back. Well, we can but, segue out. We can segue out. I'm but sorry. I would I'm love. Sorry. I do have and one I was, more question, just to be honest, what my heart is at. Like, he is eating. Gio simple. started eating the Jarvis Sam fortune cookies. <laughs> <laughs> what does the fortune say, Gio? Because <laughs> you done ate Jarvis damn fortune cookie right? Because I was literally about to. You was saving that for a little dessert. Yeah, that's my dessert. Ooh, good one. <laughs> it says over prepared, then go with the flow. That sounds like G right there. Over prepared and go with go the, the flow. flow. I thought I was prepared for this part. That's actually really good. Now go with the flow. Um, hey, that, that, listen, that was a question that, that I need actually to be is answered. very aligned to our conversation earlier. Yeah. <laughs> About yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, that's I think that's I don't know, man. I maybe but, that's just how I am with I had, those are questions that need to be answered while but, I have you on the podcast. You know, you know what I appreciate about you two um, a lot, and people like you. Um, I was telling Girthy that I remember because I know you don't guys, like you. That what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, people people don't like me. Um, <laughs> everybody loves you. Y'all. That's not true, and y'all know that. But um, no. my, everybody, everybody loves you. We'll not always like you. That's true. Yeah. Maybe. Everybody loves and you. And people got to learn. I love you. That's what yeah, you know, that's, And I like you too. That's, that's <laughs> There we go. And anybody who doesn't like you got to learn. I mean, anybody, we got to learn to be in this world together. We're not going to all agree with each other. So if you don't like Jarvis because he believes in or just thinks a different way, that's crazy. So. Don't call him. There's some unlearning, <laughs> some unpackaging. Don't, don't stop. Don't stun his growth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're right, you're right. But I mean, it, it, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, sure. we were he, just he, talking about it. Yeah. That's where it's but like, from. what I appreciate about you guys is that like, um, I remember like, you guys grew up Catholic, right? Yes. And I was telling Gertie, like, I remember like when she kind of first, at least when you went public with it, when you transitioned into uh, Christianity and the growth from where you were when you started to where you are now, it's like... You can you can see it. There are there are tangible evidence about your life that shows the transformation. Be not be not. What's the word, Lord? I forgot it. Be not conformed to the world, but be mm-hmm. transformed by the renewal of your mind. There is evidence of the renewal of the of, of both your minds. Like you're getting into the end. I, I really just love your childlike pursuit of Christ. Like it's it's a beautiful thing to see, and it reminds me like this is the way. That I mean, that's biblical. The Bible says that we're we can only get through him through the child, through childlike faith, right? And you have that, and I just love to see that you guys are like growing and learning, and 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 pursuing and and, and just building relationship with God on your pace, yeah. in your way, and you guys are growing. 
and there and I learned from that. And mm-hmm. this is why I think like we need to be we need to have such a in the in the in the kingdom, like there are so many people who will look at that and be like, Oh, y'all babes in Christ, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. But there, there are things, foundational principles that you're learning as a babe in Christ that we need to be reminded of. Yeah. I appreciate we that. We can learn from each and, other. And because I, and, talking to y'all, like, I'm learning, like, we were having a conversation with Gerthy, and I was just like, man, I, 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 I see the importance of, like, being, like, you can be relatable and still uncompromising. Mm-hmm. Like, and then so we kind of started with the whole Kirk Franklin thing, like you know about the relatability. Keep going. I'm sorry. You you can you can you can be you can be both. You can be relatable without being uncompromising. You can be palatable without diluting the truth. And you know sometimes being abrasive in the truth is is sometimes like it's it's off putting. Yeah. Especially to someone who who's just. You know what I mean? So I learned from that. I learned from that because like scared of it, or who's had a negative experience growing up. People have been hurt, and you like I've people been hurt, man. One of the things that I believe in is not being oblivious, right? Right. Like many people know that I was a Trump supporter, or like in the in the election, I, I supported Trump and voted for Trump, but I was never oblivious to who Trump was. Like, I wasn't one of those people that was like, oh, he's just all this amazing stuff. Like, no, nah, that man, he was foolishness in a lot of different ways. And I think even when it comes to, like, kingdom matters and Christian matters, like, I'm not oblivious to the ways that certain things should, you know what I mean? Like, yes, this is the truth, but, like, let's not be oblivious because people have been hurt. People have been marginalized. People have been, people have been crusaded against, killed, all type of stuff in the name of Christianity. Facts. So you, you, can't, you can't come at it. Like those things didn't happen or they didn't exist because now you are like literally, uh, you know, belittling people's experience, and that's like we we already as black people we already know what that's feel what that feels like. Yeah, yeah, that's and where it, I'm at. Where I'm so sorry. It just um, that's where I'm at with my my personal journey, and not to go too deep into it. It's just that you know being such an empathizer and the words that I've been. You know, people that have been told to me, you know, the powers that be, like, let it be my pastor. When they see the work that I'm doing, they will sit there and say, like, you know, God's working through me in a certain way. So I mm-hmm. hope to be that, you know, person, if you will, to to talk to the people and bring them to Christ in a way that I will. Like, let's let's say when I do a little post, like, yo, what's up? If y'all need a prayer, I'm doing that for free. Forget promo. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo. Mm-hmm. Like y'all need a prayer for free, and I literally had to like read everybody's name in prayer. Like I, <laughs> it's a lot of names. Sometimes people get in there, and I feel that's a way to kind of bring the coolness, uh, kind of the way that God speaks through me. Mm-hmm. So when I hear how we bring things full circle about people who are in or out, I just feel like they're they're as long as you're reaching towards Him, He'll speak through you and work through you. It doesn't matter how long it'll take. I don't know if you'll die in sin, but if you're really reaching out to him, but that's where I'm at right now. I'm still studying it, you know, and, thoroughly. And be there. Yeah. And I, so and that's where I'm at with that. Just the way I have heard the call for me to just forgive and turn the other cheek all the time. To love and, sometimes and forgive. Certain, I'm like, okay, you know, I think that's the movement for me. And but go ahead. Yeah. All I was going to say is like sometimes certain convictions come later in life. Yes. And so sometimes right. we try to speed up some, someone else's journey. So like 
and I and I know this is gonna come with some criticism, but I just go with. I just know some amazing people out there, and so it's hard sometimes for me to say. There's no criticism. Something is like, it's, it's hard sometimes for me to say something is or isn't going to get you into the kingdom of heaven, which I get what you're saying, Jarvis, about the Bible's objectivity. But anyways, my main point is we don't know where someone's going to be 70 years from Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And in 70 years, they might feel like, you know what? Mm -hmm. It might be. But there's so many other layers that they can be working through. So to answer your thing of living in sin, there's certain things I sin with that I live in. Yeah, yeah, And that I don't think twice about. Right. It wasn't until last year that I actually, for the first time, started feeling conviction about gossiping. My whole life, I was like, whatever. Like, you know, like, I I talk. I didn't even think I was a gossip. Like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't think I gossiped about people. But it wasn't until last... Gossiping is like a... Yeah. yeah. What it it says in the Bible? Does it... You know how it's written? I don't... I feel like calling you out. My we bad. just no 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 no, no 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 no. You're not calling me out. I just I wanted you to finish your point because I didn't want to. But then we'll open it up to something. No, else. my bad. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We're kind of stay yeah. a little focused. Just I didn't know bit. gossiping was bad, but go ahead. Go oh ahead. yeah, for Definitely sure. Definitely, it's, it's that conversation. It's a character. Listen, let me tell you. That's what that's what that's what demons do. That's that's they how they communicate. They communicate through gossiping, oh, monitoring spirits, gosh. spying spirits. Those are real. That's Think how they communicate. Jesus in the desert. Where the devil's like, oh, if, if God is there for you, why don't he da da da? That's right. gossiping. Just jump yeah. off in the whole nine and the whole. Listen, oh. just tell, tell God to make that rock into bread. Right. Tell God to give you water. Aren't you thirsty? Like yeah. that's gossiping. That's it's gossip. Oh well, I, I guess I don't gossip because I don't talk bad about that. Or talk even talking. Well, you talk about talking bad, speaking yeah. false, false, falsehoods on your neighbors. The power of the tongue. I said I'm not talking bad. I said I or don't even, talk bad. Or I even like, like speaking about even like, talking about people expressing in a good way. No, but you sometimes we all talk about tea. Yeah, we and guess what about, we doing? Ooh, the guess tea, that's yeah, gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what we doing? Yeah, we do that. That's bad. But Those are called word curses. Like we don't to a point that I think you you probably would have made if you continue talking mm-hmm. is that we focus on like homosexuality, but gossiping is is nasty. Nasty. It's nasty. Like, there are certain sins, like I keep saying, there are certain sins that weigh far more than others. Lust is a sin that far is, that weighs far, because that is, that is literally the energy of the dark kingdom, yeah. right? And, like, gossip, that's, it's, it's, it's lusty. And even when, you, even when you start to talk like, oh, like, let's say you have a friend who's in a situation and you start to tell them about their other friend. Are you gonna let her talk to you like that? You gonna let her? You are literally being that snake in the garden. Yeah. Like, and you don't think that way because you think you're looking out for that person. Mm-hmm. But then the Bible also tells you people who do that think they're doing God a favor. And yes, they're and they're not. And so, anyway, like, like oh, yeah, my yeah. main point is that there's layers. There's so many layers. That to, was good. That's that's good. That's good. <laughs> there's so many layers to the work that we're doing, and so I think it's I, that's where I find so much struggle with the condemnation of the LGBTQ plus community because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, they might be working on a different sin right now. No, that's true. And and that's okay. And that doesn't mean that if they die tomorrow, that that wasn't a, a part of their trajectory or whatever. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that there's layers. Sometimes there's certain, like I said, gossip. I use that as an example because it wasn't until last 2020, that was the first time I ever felt conviction about 
damn, I don't feel good saying this about somebody. I don't feel good being like, oh, let me tell you this tea, girl. Like, and at first it was harmless. It felt harmless. It felt like, oh, it's just like a little something I seen on Facebook or whatever. And then I was like, actually, would I want that person who I'm talking about to hear what I'm saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. actually, I don't. Mm-hmm. And that's when the conviction came through. And that was... But some people felt that way. I remember there are people who I used to be like, dang, like, she'll never tell us no tea. Because she probably felt conviction 10 years ago about that. Mm-hmm. So people are just on different journeys. Yeah, that's so true. So that's why I... That's true. I want to, and we talked about this earlier, want to create a space where all people, regardless of your gender orientation, your sexual orientation, no matter what your sin is, your life plan is, mm-hmm. for you to feel comfortable to have conversations with us about God, because he still loves you. Right. And... I say all of that to wrap us up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was beautiful. We talked about, beautiful. You, you shared some music insight. If you haven't streamed Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Sonic, Sonic what? What's that Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. You stole my song, bro. Listen you did to all it. of that it's to so steal groovy. my moment. It's, it's I, I, all I really, of that. I gave her the floor to steal my moment. I was going to talk about that. So I, I just, put him I on the song. It. so I, I just really it. appreciate <laughs> Yo, I heard that song. I knew about the, You said, like, yo, this group is coming. I said, okay, cool. I, I put know, the and song it, in the group chat, Jarvis. I didn't know. It don't, oh, it's in the group, group chat. chat. I didn't. I, scroll I, up. Scroll up. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I heard, up. Him, I heard him on The Breakfast Club. That's where I got it. I said, all right, cool. Boom, I put it up. Like, if you see it there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that, so, yeah, that. I heard scroll it. Up. <laughs> I heard it, and I thought that. Go ahead. You still want to go ahead. You can have that. Go ahead. I thought that was my song. I thought that was the song I was going to bring out to y'all. That shit is so fire. I love that song. It's absolutely wonderful. I was begging for somebody to bring some type of old sound. Oh, I was man. wondering why nobody was tapping into the old sound of like, you know, let it be R&B, you know, Neo Soul. Like, I didn't expect that. I don't I think it's like somebody a... somebody to tap into the R&B world. Yeah. Because everybody's saying r and is dead. And I think a lot of those Neil Soul songs might be a subgenre to necessarily what they R&B is. They modernized right? 70s R&B, yeah. which I think is beautiful. Yeah, it's I don't not think, 90s, I don't, 70s, I don't think yes. the, the yes. So, I don't think the song itself is like spectacular. Like it's like crazy. I, I, I love this. I love how groovy it is. I love what it sounds. I love how reminiscent. The musician in me I love how so it many pays, different chords. Yeah. Oh, so I love how it pays moments. homage to that era of music. Like it's, it's a beautiful... You, man, it's freaking amazing. I need and they're it. like, come on, like Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. It's a funky I didn't think they were gonna be able to. I didn't think they were gonna able be able to make music together without outshining each other. Oh man, it's that's a, a good point. Like they, but blend it blended so, so well. well. Anderson Pack, Anderson Pack does have a. a, a I, I didn't see it coming. I, I I didn't even see the relationship happening. I, I it's something like a wishful thinking, if you will. I thought like that would be a great combination, but I didn't even see them happening, and if you will, because I know Anderson Pack from being on XXL and being like kind of in the uh, uh, the deeper hip hop world as like kind of a rookie in the game. So I kind of like Anderson Pack from now. Their music the, is kind of similar. They make like really funky. They do groovy. They do. They do. You know, like but idiosyncratic type like music. It's like I thought Bruno Mars was kind of more entertaining the pop culture. I thought his audience 
Mm-hmm. Their audiences didn't match in, in my eyes at first. Some people know about Anderson Pack, but if you know, if you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how it is about Anderson Pack most of his career, but he's still kind of young in the game, you know? Whereas Bruno Mars is a superstar sensation. So for him to come down to Bruno Mars, it's like, oh my, I mean, to Anderson Pack, it was almost like getting a guy from the Dungeon family, like getting like Bruno, I mean, getting like, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, can't Sleepy wait, Brown. Sleepy Brown or something for a track. Sleepy Brown makes funky music, but getting Innocent Pack to do an album and have both of them sound as great as they did on that track was kind of better than I thought it would work. I didn't yeah. even see the. I think the, there's there's contrast in the the celebrity of 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 them as yes. artists, but the, their music like they're both like musical freaking geniuses. One hundred percent. I agree and, and with I think that, that was like that. that was the collaborative. Effect like that that really brought it together like their music input and stuff like that so it was it's a it's a dope song it, it's it's, it's one of the better on the groups home. that I've seen yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's the first song in a long time that I've had on repeat it's the first time in a long time that I listened to and I liked it on the first try okay. well no there's a lot of songs I like on the yeah, first try that Drake... but the first song that I've liked on the first try and kept replaying and kept. It, yeah, like that replay factor. It just had it had a very nostalgic. But you know, like you, 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 you ever liked the song, but you didn't like really listen to it. But you like it though. Yeah. Like I listen. Do you listen to, to Nail? Song. Oh, first of all, first <laughs> of all, let me just say this: I'm probably the first American outside of her group that that's been. I've been rocking with Nayo for a very long time, and Nayo's one of those artists. Who uh, like Chance the Rapper or right. Bryson Tiller? Once they got popular, I was mad. I'm like, these are my artists. These are my people. I don't oh, yeah, like. I, like I want you to be artist. successful, but I don't want you to blow up. And it's a pack for me. Nayo. I, like, Anderson, I remember Anderson, him when he was in the beginning. When he was, was like, Rockwood, bro. Right. But Nayo, listen, she has a song that I will forever love. Um, it's called Bad Blood. And uh, that song is like, it takes me to a place. <sighs> It was weird. There's a, there's a few, weird. but I love Nayo. Kinda I like, love Nayo. She has a song, "Adore Me." Um, she just, oh man, she got this song that she. I saw the video for. I can't remember the name. Uh, she recorded it when she was pregnant. It's a duet with a guy, um, and, they, and the video is like them in the studio singing the song. To it's the point phenomenal. where I thought Nayo was a group. <laughs> Like that's how bad it was. Like, I yeah, I just heard the name. Not even gonna lie, I just heard the name. People would be like, like "Now," nah. trying to pronounce it. Like, no, it's, she says it's very simple. It's like mayo with an N. <laughs> mayo. Um, There's a song that she dropped last year. Drake. Drake came out with like three tracks. How do y'all like those tracks? You like Drake's music? Pass. Like music. <laughs> that was easy. I said pass. You don't like him. I was very disappointed in the Drake and Rick Ross collaboration because oh, they have no, set that's such my a one. They, they set no, no, such a st- the one with Lil Baby is they call it the one with Lil Baby is hard hey, and I think I will tell you Lil me, Baby like went off on the hip hop head in me when the guys say freestyle they don't necessarily mean freestyle of that old era like of like literally coming off the top of the head yeah of it's course kind of like just a blank list in their book of rhymes yeah 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 and they spit so like I love when they call it freestyles and I expect just bars on bars so it wasn't a I think it wasn't the Ashton Martin music if you will that you're looking for but I think that it was just like straight bars it wasn't don't get me wrong I don't think it was a it's not like Drake don't miss Drake never his his sorriest music is is good I was disappointed because I thought when I when he like because he dropped 
the cover art a few, a few days early, I thought it was going to be more than three songs. Yeah. And I was literally, literally like, I was like, oh, this must be the wrong thing. Like, searching. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, something else. Cause especially because Gio had posted on Facebook how hard it was. And I was like... Oh, where's the rest of it? Yeah, I like I, I like, like, oh, no, I like when Drake songs. raps, man. If you know me as a Drake fan, I think Drake's one of my favorite rappers of all times. When he raps, like, and I like when he features himself. I don't mind when Drake does the whole singing thing. I just don't like a whole R and B album, if you will. Yeah, 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 I like I like when Drake kind of raps his way into his singing and then brings it back to rapping. I think that's the best of Drake. It's like the the male version of Lauryn Hill, and I think Lauryn Hill's one of the greatest artists of all times. You know, I mean, and you gonna come for me for that because she only has one album, but she's still with one of the, the Fugees, greatest artists, of yeah. All times. And she has a lot of projects, the Unplugged, I think, and her album being one of the greatest albums of all times. Like, call but that, you, you that. like Lauren Hill's rapping more than singing? No, I oh. think her rapping was just as good as her singing, right? And I, I don't mean, feel that way about Drake, though. Well, I, I don't mind it when he features himself, like, I can, I can hear her, Lauren Hill sing the entire song because her singing was just so. Marvelous, I think. Yeah, Dre, I, Dre, I can't do that, but I don't mind when he features himself. Like, all right, forget featuring somebody else doing the vocals. I can do the vocals for at least a chorus or so, and it always sounds amazing when he does that. I think Drake you know? is still heavily underrated. How as big of a celebrity you know as he is, I get what so, you're saying because exactly. they don't they don't give. I don't think, and I think it's because of it's 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 Drake. It's that they don't give him his proper credit. Who did you say the other day was... You put somebody on Facebook. You That's commented underrated? on my status that you feel like is the only person who's comparable to Drake. Oh, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke would have easily been... Pop Smoke, rest in peace the legend, a young legend in the making. Pop Smoke would have been... He's the only artist that I hear... That would have had the same type of grasp on the industry like Drake has. I disagree. I think Pop go ahead. I don't think Pop Smoke was a gimmick rapper. I don't think at Me all neither. that I think Pop Smoke because you gotta understand the reason why Drake is as big as he is not is it's not because of his bars. It's not really because of, of solely his music. His it's not only because of his bars or only because of his music, it's because of who Drake is. And I think that he just, he has an it factor about him. Pop Smoke had an it factor about him that would have, that would have I, 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 I disagree just a little bit. You know, I, I, and God rest his soul, I think Pop Smoke would have been a superstar in this world. For sure. And I think it would have been as great. I think I saw his potential, his measurement of his potential being Meek Mill Raw. Like when Meek Mill was at his top. And oh, I but think he, 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 he would have surpassed Meek Mill. I think he, I think I think he was on that level when I hear his project because we talk about house party we talk about mm-hmm. Mill's first couple mm-hmm. of projects how he banged the world out like mm-hmm. you know didn't it? like you know first house party and like you know and um and uh, that whole project where he had what uh, Dream Chasers one that Dream Chasers one project kind of shook the world the way Pop Smoke's mixtape did and then his album. Was good. It, it, he did die, and a lot of people worked on his album to make it make it to perfection. Mm-hmm. We don't know what his original sound w- would have been just with his vision. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people had hands in there. I do think he was a very great rookie in the game, mm-hmm. but I don't think it would have been on a level with Drake. Drake's rookie year was in the hip hop world was probably the, 
the one of the greatest, if you want to put on that 50 Cent rookie year. Like, even Chiefs had more of Pop a push. Pop Smoke would have had a 50 Cent rookie year. Yeah, but Pop I don't, Smoke did have a 50 Cent yeah, rookie yeah, year. Yeah, he did. Nah, no, he, yeah, I believe so. Nah, it wasn't as big as 50 Cent. It was big, but it wasn't But his, his rookie year got I'm cut short. I'm not saying that it was as big It was a great rookie Cent. year, but go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, just the New York sound was new. It didn't... Posmo got to down here a little bit later than it, you know, should have. The whole nine. Posmo's album was great, and his uh, the songs that he had. But there's a lot of people who had to get, you know, it's kind of like uh, uh, putting a fish into a fish tank. We a lot of people had to get warm into how what how he sounds. I'm not it's saying like, that for example, like Smoke young had- young Ma when she came through. I felt was on the same level possible. When she said that, ooh, when she came out with that type of music, it had the same type of trajectory in a sense. But go ahead. I wasn't saying that Pop Smoke had a 50 Cent, had the same level of a rookie year as 50 Cent. Right. I'm saying he had a 50 Cent-like rookie year. Yeah. As far as, but he also died. Right. So it, it, it's hard to measure. It's hard to it's measure. It's hard to measure. It immortalized his yeah. album yeah, in a way that sure. 50 Cent didn't have to do. Right. But in a sense of like the dance, the like he had that thing that made him, but I don't know what that would have looked like had he not passed away. See, Drake. So it was similar versus, I'm not I, comparing him to Drake. I know, I know. Just going back to the comparison of like where he could have been at with Drake. Remember the whole like, he was a Degrassi character, mm-hmm. and nobody took him serious. And then, like his rhymes, like I'm a big advocate for like your rhymes reign supreme. Forget a sound or a dance. Yeah, for sure. Because your rhymes reign supreme. Those guys survive, like Big Sean, mm-hmm. J Cole, Kendrick, Drake. Those guys will survive. Underrated. Let's talk about Big. You know Sean. what I'm saying? Those guys always survive. Oh, Big Sean's Those are underrated. platinum artists. Now, a guy like with a dance and things of that nature, like Bobby Smurda, Chief Keef, and you know Kodak, when they, their rookie years were like amazing. Yeah, like, they they blew up, saw but they wasn't like the Drake. Of, Drake's a Hall of Fame. Of what they were going to do. Drake is a Hall of Famer, and I, but we knew that his rookie year, Loki with the ransom, because we got it from the mixtape. I mean, Drake, Drake is such a. He's a lyricist. He's like such a that lyrics supreme. Lyrics race supreme in the hip hop world. I mean, but this is also- but this is why I think he's underrated. But and and it wasn't the comparison that I made. I just think not that he, he had the potential. Yeah, not like pop smoke wasn't be, not because he was lyrically as sound as Drake or anything. Right. I just think he would have had a hold on culture like Drake has a hold on. I think he was he's like one of the few artists. That had the potential to do that. I feel like he would have ran into the risk of being the baby, though. That's where my potential is at with him. Meek Mill, Meek Mill, like Meek Mill is one of those like guys who's like active, who is falling off because of his own social media activities outside of his music. But just speaking just of music, his growth in general, like Meek Mill became a superstar, and I thought that where it was at. But we never even confused that with Drake. And Drake had to shut him down in a sense, you know, the bar, you know, the, the you know, the, the beef they had. So I think Drake has needed that beef and just kind of bullied the guy who was never on his level, if you will. Because Drake even just announced that it was never on my level. Like, it's annoying that I'm even addressing this, if you will. So I think Drake, like, I see Pop Smoke as I was hoping for that Meat Miller more. But mm-hmm. not necessarily Drake. Drake's a harsh one because 
I think Drake's already a Hall of Famer. I don't know yeah. if Pop Smoke was a Hall of Famer yet. No, nah, he wasn't. Not think, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I think Pop Smoke's album was amazing, but I do think that he would, he could have potentially ran into the issue of the baby where you start to have a sound that's too distinct, where it's not diverse enough, mm-hmm. and you start to, you're not diverse enough, and then you put out too much music. Where it, you don't give us a break. Yeah, you don't give then, us a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we don't miss you. And then but this is why Drake is so freaking. Yeah. A, he's a genius, but not just because of his music ability. He has an it factor. He, it goes back to it's like Rihanna, and I talk about this all the time. Like Rihanna is not the most talented singer at all. She's not the. Best she can't dancer. even sing. But we love Rihanna. Yeah, but we love her. Because she has an it factor. She has an it factor. She has what Sierra just couldn't have after a while. Like Sierra, and her songs are first of all, she only first of all, quality. but she knows how to reinvent time out, time herself. Out, time out, time out, Shout out Sierra. Yeah. Tomorrow is it just a human being? Just period. Yeah. All right, we can go on. I'm just saying that. But I, I feel like Sierra yeah. couldn't keep up with reinventing herself no. in the way that Rihanna could because Rihanna album one sounds nothing like. Uh, the anti-album. So, it, it's it's finding a way to keep up. Right. Drake can keep up. Drake, so far gone, sounds nothing. I did not hear that what, like, got her so... I love Pop Smoke, but I just, like, I, he had one... He had a sound so far that I heard. Yeah. Kind of like French Montana when French Montana came out. I was like, oh, snap. First, you got like, it's like, I never heard this sound before. Right. And then where and Pop Smoke right. had that first sound, too, like, you know what The saying? novelty of his voice. Then, yeah, we was like, oh, this is wrong. But remember, but at it, first, a lot of people didn't like Pop Smoke's voice until he died. Lo- exactly. This, I, I never. I, Geo stand, I, I, I'm, I know. I I'm hey, one of the people. Hip hop, y'all know I am with hip hop. I, I didn't know Pop Smoke until he died. I never heard of Pop Smoke no, until he exactly. passed. Exactly. And that's, and I, and I that's the, when I was I teaching Dior, my kids. Was like I heard Dior while he was alive. Kendall, shout out my boy it. Kendall. Put me on. Kendall put me on. Maybe a couple of weeks before I was like, Yo, this bro raw started playing in the club and everything. Then he died. Like, I was like, oh, I was shocked. I was yeah, shocked. I was like, Yo, Kendall just put me on. God rest his soul, man. But um, God rest all those but kids that, that are just out there. Just uh, that album going crazy, is still. Man. We've been talking about it since last season. Still amazing. Right. But, What's up? So music wise, listen to Jubilee. Listen to yes. uh, Trackstar. Listen to She's a, a track. yeah. to GL's point. Leave the door open. Listen to Drake's new project. There's so much good music out there. Silk right Sonic now. is what it is. Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. Yeah, man. I thought that name was dope. I was like, I, 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 I can't wait to hear that combination. But there's some albums that I'm looking forward to that uh, I can see Big Sean is looking like he's cooking up something. Um, I can't wait. Uh, Kanye West said that he's coming out with a, another gospel album. And I'm not going to lie, just between the time I got baptized, Kanye West was going through it at the same time and got like really deep into his study. And Kanye was one of my favorite artists of all times. Jarvis, Kanye back West- away from the microphone. <laughs> Right, right. I, Why? I like Kanye, I'm just I talking like crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking. Um, so, <laughs> what are the uh, songs I've been listening to, man? I'm kind of, um, ooh, I I might be late to the party, but I'm on like Jasmine Sullivan right now. Like, Very I'm late, late to the party. So I knew you were going to say that. See, I called myself out. The best Y'all vocalist in the game. Mm. I think about all the vocalists in the game. I'll let you have it because I think Jasmine Sullivan's voice is beautiful. Her, Ari Lennox, and her. Her is my 
Her as her. in Jasmine her. Sullivan, Ari Lennox, and her. And her, yeah. 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 Her. Pronouns are confusing. Yeah. And she showed her face too lately too. I've been listen, like, I've been listen. always have the best. Like, her and like listen. you know, I mean, I'm getting to my R and B right now. That's what I'm on right now. Like you know, I'm I'm so I miss that sound. So I'm I'm searching for it. I'm looking for it. That's what I'm looking for right now. And I'm excited for some of like the artists that I expect to be great. Like so, I'm looking for like the Big Sean. Like you call him out every single episode. These rappers are tripping though. Like these like young legendary rappers, Kendrick, Big Sean, you I know, even Drake, even Bi- you know Jay Z got some more to offer. I need y'all to see. Chance no, he, the Rapper came out with a up. Christmas album that was actually pretty great that nobody listened to, but. Whatever, I guess I'll be by myself. I, mean, what, I feel like um, I listen to it. Yeah, you listen to it, but I called it out. Nobody knows it's raw, but it's copacetic. Um, and a whole Instagram Live thing going on. Mooski Track life. Star is fire in the clubs. It's a song that is a banger. You got to save. Um, Dade County artist. Um, I don't know if y'all know about Hot Boy. Hot Boy's hot in the clubs right now. It's going crazy. Um, aside from everybody, I'll chop it up with, you know, Grillin' Black, Young Mar, Tone C, Roy Slim, P. Smith, you know, the whole gang. Gang, gang. But that's about it. That's all I got. Awesome. There we go with our music. Go ahead and send us home. Okay. I was having this debate earlier tonight at the power of word and interpretation. Um, I'm still a work in progress. When it comes to this platform and what I put out to the world, it's kind of scary that my own words could possibly hurt somebody across the country. I would be devastated to learn that my opinion on a subject would mean something more to the public than what my heart speaks. It's the power of tongue that makes us so vulnerable to others' words. We must also be active listeners in the process. Listen with the intent of good in your heart and respond with God as you speak how you feel about things. This is something I'm learning. I'm still trying to be an active listener and be a better speaker. It's important how we talk to people. The way you speak to somebody can be a life or death situation. Imagine that. Sometimes a simple shut up can trigger somebody who has been possibly going through the worst time of their life. Be careful how you treat your words, how you speak to people. Y'all, you have much more to live for than to respond to somebody and trigger a battle that you have to survive. It reminds me of a Jay-Z song. Streets is watching. Look, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. But if you shoot me, then you're famous. What's a nigga supposed to do? When the streets is watching, Blosky cocking, waiting for you to break, making your first mistake. It reminds me of what I was speaking about, y'all. People are out there waiting for your, mur- your first misstep or your first mistake. And you got to respond accordingly. To turn the other cheek is very hard. I'm asking y'all to do something that I still struggle with till this day. But protect your words. Stay safe, my brothers and sisters. God loves y'all. You know what it is. Bye for me.